Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 82, sitting in the middle of uh, Mouse Square Park, like literally like smack down in the middle of it with a guest all the way back from episode 5, and I think was a part of a multi-person episode on episode 10, Steve fucking Lardner. What's up, man? Hey, hey. How's it going? Had to drop the, had to drop the fucking in there. Had to get the first <laughs> fuck in there, man. Steve Lardner, part two, man. How you been, man? Uh, good. Good. Yeah, I don't think I've seen you in quarantine at all, have I? Uh, did no. we see each other once in the summer? Maybe not. I don't no, think so. I don't think so. I don't think I've seen you. Yeah, you, ne- you never showed up to my mic, dick. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I heard awful things, so. Did you really? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Oh, I was like, I was like, no, everybody had a good time. <laughs> no, what do you no, need? no. Oh yeah, yeah. I did a couple of weeks of the park mics, and I just, they suck. I just couldn't get into it. They yeah, suck. Yeah. It's, it's not like, oh, I'm like too good for it or anything like that. I just lost the motivation for it. Honestly. And it wasn't, like, helping anything. You know, like, I was like, fuck. Like this isn't like there's like six other comics here, and now the same the next week it's like the same six people. I'm like, fuck. Well, I can't really work on anything. Yeah, it had the worst combination of like all comics and outdoors, so no noise doesn't like you know laughter doesn't. Uh, group and people were spaced apart yeah. <laughs> so that like the all all three worst things uh and that reminds me of a question uh but before we get into the meat of the show uh i just wanted to thank everyone who listens like it was fucking crazy they had the uh the 2020 uh playback shit um and from 2019 to 2020 we had an increase to 11 percent in streams 28 percent in listeners 36 percent in hours listened and 204 percent in people that decided to stick around and subscribe to the podcast so anybody anybody that's listening right now i really fucking appreciate you guys like galen is nutting 200 percent more yeah (laughs) this year when he reads those numbers (laughs) i did i saw it and i was like fuck like it's crazy it's it's crazy going from uh, I just saw a picture of us when we recorded in in like your your kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. For the episode old, five, that was two house. years ago, man. Wow, was it? No, two years it was ago. It was that was January fifth of two thousand nineteen. So oh, okay. like yeah, a yeah, month yeah, away from two years. But it's crazy going from that to like where it is now, and just hopefully where it will go in the future. So anybody that listens and anybody that's been a part of it, like I sincerely fucking thank you. And. That leads me to the question that it reminded me of. <laughs> Have you done a show uh, in quarantine or or just I COVID times? I have not done an in-person show show. Okay. I did in-person mics, and then I've done a couple, uh, maybe like three Zoom shows, which Ooh. I think they've kind of like died off now. They were kind of going like April, May. Well, no, people, some people are still doing them. But, uh, I haven't seen any recently. No, nah, yeah, they kind of like, died off. How was show. that? I'm trying to think what they were. One was in Ireland. Um, like you zoomed from here to a show in Ireland? No, I flew, which defeated the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> I flew just to log into Zoom, and they were like, "Well, you've infected 24 people." <laughs> but uh, no, I, I did. Yeah, so I and it was weird because it was like at 11 a.m. or something my time here, you know, because it was their night time. And uh, I remember they had a really random. They had an audience from you know they had dudes that were just like these these like dudes who were just like working at their desk and all who were like logging in listening it was very odd could you see them yeah yeah you could see them but i don't know have you done any of the zoom ones like the ones i did were the audience was muted so yeah. the only thing you were getting was the little clap emoji or i did i did one and like it was absolutely ridiculous like i don't know if they just turned off the audience or if there was just nobody there because it was just like <laughs> live podcasting to like four other people that i didn't know and i was like this is dumb. I didn't even do tell jokes. I just kind of like 
podcasted. I was like, this is dumb as hell. For like, it was like a five minute set. I'm like, this is stupid. I could have been playing Call of Duty this yeah. whole time. Actually, shout out. Uh, I did Dahlia Malik's one. Do you know her? Yeah. She's an interruption show. That one was fun. It was? Yeah, yeah. That one was fun because it's cool. like, you know, it, it was a little more podcasty because they interrupt. Oh, okay. So it's not like you just have to do a set for like eight minutes. They're just, they're like interrupting your bits and stuff. So that was fun. But you haven't done like any in-person like show shows? No, no. Have you, you've done a few, right? I did a few. Um, I have one coming up in like two weeks and then another one coming up in like a week after that. But the one that I did, it was so, the one that like notable that I did was in Corona and there was like actual people there. I think there was like, there was like maybe 25 people there, but everybody was so spaced out and it was on the patio of this bar and this bar was like ginormous, dude. Yeah. Like, so like the stage is like over here and like the farthest away, like the furthest table back, I shit you not, was like, like 60 feet away. So like I could see them laughing in the distance but i can't hear him i'm like why are you guys even here like just come up just come up yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. it was just so like i didn't like were they into it though yeah everybody was like into it but like and but it was also at a point where like we hadn't really like there's no like mics or nothing so i was like rusty as shit and which was like i guess kind of added to like kind of like funniness because just like ah fuck now i'm just like fucking up my own jokes and they could tell but they could tell that you're fucking up your own jokes and like this is retarded but yeah yeah um it's just the outdoor ones are, pro- are probably gonna be canceled now anyway because I think they're putting in, like, a new restrictive stay-at-home order next week. Or, no, tomorrow. I feel like people are just going to stop giving a shit. Like, it's yeah. been, like, a year now. People and people already just didn't give a shit. And so now I feel like on top of it, we're like, eh, whatever. Like, I was at, uh, you know, Silky Sullivan's, the bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Found Valley? <laughs> it's bar. Yeah, I go there all the time now. And, like, so I'm, like, tight with the owner. And I was, like, taking shots with him and, and talking to him and shit. And he was like, yeah, we're not going to close. I was like... What? And he's like, we're just going to stay open. We were, like, inside, too. And he's like, yeah, we're just going to stay open. Yeah, especially OC. Like they, they, yeah. But the weird thing is the, the police department's across the street. So I was like, what about the cops? They're like, we're right there. They I all know. drink at that bar, right? They all drink at that yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, it's they're not going to shut us down. coffin, like, fireman bar, I think, as well. Yeah. He's like, they're not going to shut us down. They come here and drink. And I was like, fuck, well... Thank God, because I mean it's cheap there too. Shout out Silky Solons, but it's it's <laughs> it's cheap. The food. I was just there um on for Monday Night Football. I was there on Monday. Uh, they have TVs outside and shit. Uh, and I was like looking at the menu, trying to figure out something to order. And my homie had been there like so. She's been going there since she was like a kid. She's like, I've had everything on the menu. Everything's fire. I was like, dude. And then I like looked at the top, and it's an Irish bar yeah. or uh, Irish pub. And I looked at the top. They had rack of lamb. I was like, what the, like, the, there's no way that their rack of lamb is so good. You know, like, the, you yeah, know that yeah. they're, like, microwaving you, it. If you're not paying, you want to be paying, like, close to $30 for that rack of lamb. It was seventeen ninety nine. That's, that's <laughs> There's a few things like that where, like, you don't want it to be cheap, you know? Yeah. If it's cheap, it's not going to be decent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's no way, because I was trying to, like, convince, she's like, it's good, I've had it. I'm like, nah, you had some trash. Like, there's no, because there's no way that so many people are ordering this rack of lamb that they get. It's probably mutton. It's probably just. What's the difference? Mutton is, uh, like, a a grown sheep. Lamb is a, uh, lamb is like a baby sheep. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, and that's when the meat is tender. That's why it's good. Like, only hillbillies eat mutton. (laughs) Mutton is, like, no, seriously, it's, like, what sheep, you know. Mutton. (laughs) Mutton. People that live on the hills of Wales eat eat mutton. I I feel like we're in, like, Beowulf now, like, mutton. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fuck, dude. That's crazy, but, uh, it's so dark out here. But, since the uh, last podcast two years ago, which is crazy because it's kind of like, um, uh, like this timeline of events uh, in like my comedy like sort of career so far that you kind of just been like like spreckled into like especially because you're the first person I ever fucking met at yeah. uh, at Anchor Bar. Wow. Um, I was just sitting in that booth, and then some fucking guy, which ended up being you, was just like sitting there. And you're like, hey man, like, did you like record my set? 
And he like went up there and ate shit. I <laughs> don't remember that <laughs> at all. I remember a butchered recording. Was it? Was yeah, it I remember. This is before you got all technical. <laughs> it was your, bad. Yeah, I just uh, you had like a you had like a like this weird stand to like hold. Yeah, it. I felt like I, I was like holding the like a cheapest Amazon stand at the time, and it was really awkward. You had to use both hands to use it. It was a pain in the neck. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, you didn't do bad. It was. I was just like, oh fuck, like that's crazy. Uh, but hey, like, fuck, I miss Anchor Bar. Those were good times. I just watched one of your clips from uh, from Anchor Bar oh, like Jesus. like an hour ago. The one from uh, the one where you're talking about um. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, yeah, from this year. Yeah, yeah, which never happened because I think I think quarantine started like four days before Patty's Day. When was that? When did when did you do that joke? I was uh I was like practicing it, you know, like February and stuff. Oh yeah. Because leading up to Patty's Day, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be killer around Patty's Day, and it got a few good laughs like the week or two leading up to it, but then everything shut down. Fuck. So, I don't know. It was always weird trying to do like uh. I don't know, do you have any holiday material, though? Because if you put a bit of effort into it, then the holiday passes. And then you can't really use it again, really, until well, the next year. You, you're, you you know my Christmas joke, right? I was doing that shit, like, into July. Yeah, but that's... I was doing that shit into <laughs> July, That's tacky I didn't even it's, care, well, I don't bro. Know, do, like, no, I don't know, do, like, normal audience members notice, but if I see a comic, if, if it's July and I see a comic say anything about Christmas, <laughs> I'm like, but this guy just doesn't have enough good material you know like he's just clutching at straws to no, get back just, to christmas i just loved that joke and i was like i just don't want to stop telling this joke because it was just so i loved it and i was just or like, there's people like, that are like you know it gets to halloween passes and it's like november 1st and they're like well valentine's day is coming up <laughs> it's like wait you have no you clearly have nothing to bridge that gap between <laughs> you know <laughs> they're just looking forward to getting to the next one fuck but, uh, you ever have those uh that just reminds me because i haven't told that joke in since like two Christmases ago, since like like Anchor Bar, like way back then, and yeah, I just remembered it. You saying that, and it's like, have you ever had that where uh, like you look back at like an old notebook and you're like, oh, what the fuck ever happened to that joke? And I'm like, that joke always killed. Like, why did I stop telling? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. It just phases out, and you forget about it. Or the opposite, where you're like, oh yeah, I should have like, I I stopped that way too early, and I should have actually kept with it. I should have tried to improve it a bit more. You know, what's a joke that you've gone back to and improved and brought back? Oh, Jesus, I don't. Know. I mean, I haven't been doing comedy the last few. I know it's months, hard to so, think about. Um, what's a joke I improved and brought back? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I improve it, but I did. <laughs> Honesty, okay. This is, this is like, I don't know. Do you remember the joke I did about um, people marching? Oh there yeah, was like, or the, was, oh, no, the, what was, no, the no, midgets like, and the like, the dentist. Yeah, um, yeah, but it, it was basically it was basically like. Uh, people complaining about not getting cheap dental care. And yeah. They'd be like, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so I did that like I did that like two years ago when uh, you know Black Lives didn't matter. And uh, <laughs> then after everything that happened this summer, and I was doing those couple of mics outside, I was like, I gotta get I gotta get Black Lives Matter in there. So I think I changed it to something like uh, my dentist. You know those emails that everybody got from corporate. Uh, yes, you know, like like we're still here. Like, we, we care. Yeah, like we support black blah blah, yeah. blah blah blah. Like I just made it into like my dentist sent me one of those emails, <laughs> but he was like trying to get uh, people to use a discount on cleaning teeth cleaning services, and he was uh. like, black lives matter. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. I don't know. I don't want to recite bits on pot on a podcast. Right but no, you I made just, me do it. It's an cunt. old. If it's an old one, if it's an old one, uh, there was a uh, exit stage left. 
you ever have that you ever see on the uh, like during the quarantine and like on the side of like Carl's Jr. or McDonald's or any of the fast food places they would have they'd have a giant banner and it would be like open for like our community. Yeah, so yeah, stupid. Yeah. It's like no, you're not. You're open for your wallet. You're not fucking open for us. Otherwise, just give it to us for free. Then you know, like, what do you you want to feed us? Give it to us for free. Yeah, like the only people who could maybe get away with that is like. You know, fire department. Fucking, yeah, fire department. Yeah, healthcare yeah department. open for a community. Like yeah, Carl's Jr. is doing irrevocable damage to the community yeah. every <laughs> year that it's open, especially, you know, like people affected with disease. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, cl- shut them all down, I say. That's crazy. Uh, I only go to one fast food place ever. Did I ever tell you that? What do you mean? This like you've a, only ever gone to one? Yeah, foreigners, if you ever come to America, <laughs> I say this as if like anyone I know in Ireland has already been to America, but still. Uh, Chick-fil-A is the only way to go. I signed an exclusive fast food eating contract. Chick-fil-A is pretty bomb. I don't approve what they say about gay people or whatever, but uh, the other shit, bomb-ass mac and cheese, bomb-ass sandwiches, bomb-ass fries, that barbecue sauce, ah, so good. Yeah, I love the way like, <laughs> yeah, people are like, oh, I don't eat a Chick-fil-A because they're, you know, they're not big on, they're not, <laughs> you know, they're not big on gay rights or whatever. It's like, yeah, but you order all your shit from Amazon, you or you know, you buy shoes from Nike who use like slave labor in other countries. Yeah, like, but the slave laborers they're not gay. Yeah, but but <laughs> what I'm what saying is, is <laughs> like if you're gonna take one stand if you're gonna take one stand, you've gotta like gotta take them all. Nah. I don't know. Nah, no it's you don't. Just, it's just chick it's just chicken sandwiches. And it's not like they're out there stoning gay people <laughs> as well. Like they just their owners one are, of the owners are big said, time Christians. The owner said something along the lines of like we don't want gay people eating a chick-fil-a no, yeah I look it think, up I, I don't think he said that you look it up i don't want i'm the one that made the claim but you look it up no, <laughs> 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 how many how many <laughs> listeners do you need to get to pre, uh, per year before you have like a jamie on the side here you can be like jamie pull Can it you up pull it up they said that yeah i know for real um i think i think dom's starting a podcast and i'm gonna be like producing it for him and so i'm gonna like but he's doing it like solo so i guess i'm like that role oh yeah but you better feed not him like, wrong information yeah <laughs> Like, whoa, Chick-fil-A is racist as well, Dom. They said here that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. There was something else I wanted to touch on with that, but I forgot about it. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Okay, this, this before I forget, this hit me. Because it's just, uh, we, I play basketball all the time now, and we were supposed to, this whole time, we've been meaning to play basketball oh, against yeah, each other. Yeah. I've been seeing you posting all these very cherry-picked clips what of are you, you talking making jump about? shots. Cherry-picked, dude. I nailed, like, seven threes that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen you post a view missing, so it's very, well, yeah, it's very hard I, to know what's actually happening. It's a 15-second clip. All, it, all I know... Oh, all you're, you like, sh- undefeated in quarantine or something? Is that what it's like? Uh, not anymore. Now I'm 6-2. Uh, 6-2. and, two. Six and two. My friend finally got me a couple times. Uh, oh, okay. But... Yeah, yeah, I'll still play. Well, here's the thing. Um, do you remember when we met up at your fucking gym and you, like, gave me a free pass? Oh, and we couldn't play. Yeah. Yeah, mofo. I wasted like an hour of my life. That was a waste of time. I fucking so I uh so Steve's like oh like let's let's play and I was like all right for sure and I was like what park you want to go to and you're like oh I don't go to parks I go to this gym and I was like okay for sure what was it LA Fitness? (laughs) Yeah, it's not like I have some private gym. (laughs) It's it's an LA Fitness. They're everywhere. (laughs) I wanted to make you seem all preppy. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, And so like I go to a law fitness. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like I got this free pass. I was like okay for sure. And so like I show up, I like walk in with he the says free pass. For show in person, everybody. That's the thing he does. Anyway, I do, sorry, I do. Uh, and we walk in, and I think it was a, it was like this lady, dude, like this sales lady, 
and I like I was like, oh, I'm like I'm like here here to play basketball or whatever. And you're like, oh, I'll see you in there. I was like, all right, for sure. And you you like dipped out to like go warm up or whatever, thinking that I'd be there in like the next five minutes. <laughs> uh, and like for the next forty five minutes, I was stuck with this lady trying to like sell me these passes, teaching you how to do push ups. Yeah, stuff. she was like teaching me how to do push ups, like sit ups. I'm like, bitch, I know all this shit. Like, <laughs> you're the bigger sucker for sticking with it though. You should have been. You should have just I, at told her any, straight. At any moment. I did. I told her the whole time. I'm. I'm not interested. I'm. I'm just here to play basketball. I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm just the here problem to is they won't give you the pass. Then I. I. I didn't realize, but I. I learned my. I learned my lesson since. Through me, after I wasted forty. Because yeah. the whole time, like, I. I'm big on not wasting my time. So the whole. The whole time, every step of the way, I thought that, I was like. I was like a minute away from her being like, all right. You're you're lost, man. Go yeah, on and play yeah, basketball. Yeah. Like I thought, but that's not how it works at all. Dude, and then I saw a dick in the locker room or whatever. She made me walk through. She's like, I'll wait for you on the other side. I should have just like faked walked in and then walked out the like the way I went in because she'd be on the other side and just gone and play basketball. Yeah, I they're was bastards. Are, are, well, ironically, they'd probably be killing to get you in for five dollar passes now because they make no money. The LA Fitness by my house closed down. This beer is terrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great beer. I don't. I don't drink beer, and I was like, Steve, what do you want to drink? Hoping that you'd say White Claw, and you're like, Fat Tire, and I was like, You literally said, me. What beer do you want to drink? How is White Claw going to be the answer to but what I beer do you want to drink? I should have said because it would have been my answer. Like, <laughs> so I was like, He knows what I'd want, <laughs> but I was like, Fat Tire, but yeah, I don't know. Will they ever reopen all the LA fitnesses? I imagine a lot of them are going to just be permanently closed. It's the one by my house right over here. It's something else now. It's like it's it's still a gym, but it's like I, I forgot the name of it, but it's like something else now. But it like it was an LA Fitness, and they were like, "Hey, we're open again." And then like the next time I drove by, it was like not. I was like, "What the fuck?" It was like there's a there's like a CrossFit kind of gym right by my apartment complex, and they're not allowed open indoors, but they've convinced the city to like open up on the street outside, <laughs> you know? So they've like cordoned off part of the street, and like every morning at like seven a.m., there's people just doing push-ups on the road. <laughs> While this Swedish guy in a mask like yells at them to do push-ups, and I'm just like, oh, is what it? street? Uh, this is in, in downtown Long Beach where I moved. Oh shit! No way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's just crazy. You should just watch a YouTube video and not pay. Yeah. Somebody to tell you to do push-ups on the street when it's cold. Like, I've but. never. The only gym that I ever went to was um, Los Cab. You ever been to Los Cab? No. It's like this whole sports complex with like a gym, like steady the art Olympic pool. Like I'm selling it as if, dude. I it was I hate this place. Uh, so anybody that's listening in Fountain Valley, fuck fuck Los Cab. Uh, I got banned from there when I was a kid. How do you get banned from a gym? I bit a kid. Oh, well, that's well, it was enough. like a it was like a kid summer camp thing, uh, and like some kid like cut me in line at the rock wall. And like when he was going up, I just bit him in the calf because he was like nice. he he was like he he or he tried to like rub it in my face and I was like oh hell no nah, bitch so I bit him in the leg and I guess you're not allowed to do that and so I got banned and then like my envisionment like this is so funny because I don't know if this is a dream or or if it actually happened I'll have to ask my mom and I remember like like leaving right and so like anywhere I went like the teachers didn't like me and so the, the I remember like that like it was weird like it felt like I was leaving like through tennis courts and you know they had like cement like like stands yeah and, yeah, I, and I remember yeah. these two chicks they're like the supervisor was like sitting in like the third row of the stands like eating remember those strawberry candies this is how i know it was a dream because those are like my favorite candy the rock hard okay yeah, yeah yeah and i remember them eating them and like in my head i was like oh they're doing that to spite me like these bitches and i remember them being like good riddance you sucker or like whatever like yelling at me as i'm like holding my mom's hand like walking like walking oh, out of there real it sounds very traumatic although 
I mean, I can only imagine the trauma of the kid who got, actually got bit. Fuck that kid. I didn't <laughs> find him that hard. I did have mangled ass teeth when I was a kid, though. But it's weird how that, that memory just hit me. That probably yeah, is a trauma. Yeah, I, 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 I don't get much of that, like, flashbacks. I, I have very little memories before the age of, like, eight, nine, to be honest. I don't eight? know what age this was, but I have, like, nothing. It's weird because, like, I'll have, like, like, flashbacks, but it's not like I can't just sit here and be like, on Christmas when I was seven... I got this. Like I can't. Like I can't remember shit. I can't even like if on Christmas when I was twelve. No, I, remember I can't. Those. I remember getting a pair of uh, a pair of uh, soccer boots uh, when I was seven for my birthday, and that's like one of the only gifts I remember as a really? child. I don't know. Did my parents just give me shit gifts or what? But like I, yeah, I'm sh- I'm awful with like childhood memory kind of stuff. It's yeah, I can't. And it's weird because like family members. Do family members ever ever send you like something along stuff like when you were a kid you did this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, I didn't do that. Like, or even no like way. pictures of like, we, I'm like, we never lived in this house. Like, who? <laughs> like, what are you sending <laughs> me this picture of under the, underneath this tree? And who's that man holding me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> or like the, uh, uh, and it's weird because like, whenever I get these, I guess I was like a wild kid. Uh, whenever I get these texts from like my cousins or aunts and shit or like phone calls. It's like I have to like just believe them because like I remember some of them, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. So I remember uh, when I was like four, and I only remember this because it like shook me, and like I, like I, it still shakes me to this day. Jeez. Like not really, but like uh, I like walked up to some guy, and he was like sitting on a bench. We were at SeaWorld, uh, and he was like smoking a cigarette, and like I just didn't give a shit. I guess as a kid, I walked right up to this guy, and I, I just told him I was like, "You're gonna die," like from him smoking the cigarette, and I was like, "You're gonna die," and he he just turns, looks like looks down, looks me straight up in my fucking eyes, and he goes. So are you, kid? And takes a hit, and I was like, as a kid, I was like, oh fuck me, like, like what am I? I I can't say anything to that. He's right. Both parties were correct. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. like, like you can't fault either side. (laughs) And (laughs) I don't want to say this, but I remember that night I was like, was taking a bath. I was a kid. I was a kid. I was a kid. But I was taking a bath. And I remember just like breaking down, like crying and shit. Like I don't want to die. The, I love the way you had to like, <laughs> you had to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want you to make you think I take still take baths. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, take take baths. Fucking relax. I can't now. Dude, that was one of the jokes that uh, Nate used against me in the roast battle we did a couple weeks ago. He was like, "This motherfucker looks like he takes baths." And I was <laughs> like, "Fuck, dude, <laughs> fuck." And then like it killed. I was like, "God damn it!" Like of course. But which is actually a perfect transition to uh, the next thing on my list is. Uh, do you remember when we roast battled? Oh yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think it it won like roast battle of the year. So I mean, how could you? <laughs> it's uh, it's in the annals of uh, it's in the annals of roast battle history at the comedy store. I mean, it didn't. It, it did go to uh, a crowd vote twice. Did go to a crowd vote twice. Oh, what was even? They were just all fine. That's what I remember. All of the jokes were fine. They, none of them really like bombed, yeah. and none of them really killed. They were just all fine. The, the, all that I care about is we were first, right? Were we, we were first? second. Were we second? We were second. Yeah, but yeah. the crowd enjoyed us, which is all that matters. Which yeah, is all that matters. Yeah. Um, Fuck! I should. I need to look up that clip again. I don't even remember. Uh, I don't even do you remember. have it saved? Oh, I think I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that shit was. That shit was funny. I just remember it was very stressful. I thought the first one. I I didn't like. I literally was I that think the first one you, you ever did? No, it's only it's the first real one I did. I did oh, okay. one in like at the at a brewery in in OC, like one of Fee Bentley shows. But um, yeah, like I didn't enjoy that experience at all. Like nothing, really? nothing because of your fault. But uh, yeah, I just found it so fucking stressful. And it was like in the middle of summer. Do you remember that? It was, it was like, hot. It was July, and it was in that packed room. 
and it the must have been room. like 95 100 degrees in there and you wait like we we got there too early like we were both fucking well cause we had to morons. check we no we didn't get there that early we had to check in with that chick like an hour before yeah, but I think we got there even like an hour before we had to check in. With, or at least I, I did. I did not. I don't know who I drove it or any, but I, yeah. I, I just remember having to wait not. around and like sweating and being way too nervous for something that's relatively inconsequential. Oh, no. What we did, I, I drove up because Kenon battled before us. He battled Wayne Broadway before us, and he destroyed him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had a lot of trans jokes, didn't he? Um, Yeah, because didn't Wayne like bang a tranny? Hey. No, I'm just, I actually have no idea if anybody. I don't know. Wayne. I just remember he had a lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing shit on. I'm just throwing Wayne under the bus for shit. That and Kenon under the bus. <laughs> no, Kenon destroyed him. He had a great set. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I carpooled with Kenon and like I wasn't even thinking about the battle, dude. I was like, uh, I got in road rage with some lady, which ended up like coming back, because uh, like so like this lady like cut us off on La Cienega. There was like a bitch about it, and so like I was like cussing around, and I started. I just grabbed pennies out of like my. Change runner started like just chucking them and like cracking her window. Yeah, well, that seems like a fair response. I was pissed, dude, because she like she like I, she was new. She she knew she was like about like an inch away from hitting my car and kept going. And she looked and saw it and then kept going. I was like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna crack your window, bitch." Uh, with a penny. With a penny. Wow. Yeah, I was chucking them, dude. Like throwing them across Kenon and shit. Like like trying to hit. I'm gonna guess that it didn't crack the window. No, it didn't. It didn't. It definitely <laughs> didn't. I'm, I I tried to make it sound way more badass than it was. Um. And we, we, we d- actually, you're right. We did get there early because I remember yeah. uh, we picked up or we, we parked at my buddy Aaron's house and we just walked with Aaron, Kenon, and myself. And we walked to that. Have you ever been to the, um, that like Mexican bar that's like uh, on the Sunset? Cabo Cantina or whatever? Yes. What's it called? Something yes, like yes, that. yes. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's where I met the, the love of my life. The waitress or something? The waitress. She was so hot. And then, like, so, like, I, I didn't even realize Kenon was recording, but, like, I'm glad that he did because, like, it recorded how smooth my moves are. Oh god! Uh, but she comes back, and I was like, "I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this chick's Instagram." And I was like, "She comes over, and she's like, oh, like this, this, and this.' And is there anything else I could get you?" And I was like, "It's like, yeah, can I get a water and your Instagram?" <laughs> god, god, that is torture to listen to. And she was like, she like looked at me up and down, and was like, "Yeah," and I was like. Fuck yeah, dude. She was so hot. And then <laughs> she was like, yeah, but never gave it. <laughs> <laughs> we still follow each other to this day. Oh, and uh, she's a, a lesbian. So it's uh, she's, okay. she has a girlfriend. So like she didn't like look me up and down and think, oh, this guy's cute. I'm going to give him my. So she was just happy to give it out. Yeah. yeah she knew she, nothing was going to yeah, happen. Yeah. It was fucking so lame. I was so pissed because I went to her page. I was like, all oh, right. Well, at least I got a follow out of it, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I was like, now I'm never going to smash. I was like, fuck, dude. Uh, yeah, dude, that that wow. battle was fun though. But yeah, it was fu- it was fun in retrospect. I I had a lot more fun on my next one just because I knew the whole like I knew the routine. You know, I knew what fuck. time to arrive. Why know. was I there for that one? Oh, I was on the pre-show. I did yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I did that pre-show, and then you um, ah, you had it in the bag, dude. You I had know, that I, one in the bag. I fucked it up, but uh, what can you do? What was um? There was there was a moment where you should have won but didn't, and then it went to. And then you were like, you were confident because they were like, do you guys have another joke? And you were like, fuck yeah, I have another that joke. Was, well, that was a mistake. I just think you shouldn't be confident when they ask that. It's like kind of kind of counter- counterintuitive. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, I got another joke. And then uh, it was a draw for people who, <laughs> for the 98% of people who didn't watch this. But uh, yeah, it was like a draw. And then they offer each opponent, like, do you want to go to overtime? Do you have another joke? Yeah, either- or do you want to just take the draw? Yeah. Basically. And I, I, for some reason, I straight away was like, oh, yeah, I got another joke. 
So then everybody's win, like, man. all right, well, high expectations for this guy. And then far of our classic him, you know, like he just has this, I don't give a fuck attitude. He's like, well, yeah, maybe I got a joke, whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so everyone's like, hey, I'm rooting for this guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah come on, underdog. He's got nothing. And uh, yeah, that was like that, huh? Yeah. And then I, uh, mine was like a really bad, I don't remember it was, the specific joke. It fell so hard. Yeah. I don't it, remember what it was, but I'm sorry, dude. But it I think it had butt fucking in it. It was very like just childish and not a clever joke. And then. His it, joke was the best one yet. Yeah, his wasn't even like that's what I'm it saying. It destroyed though. It destroyed. It destroyed in comparison to how <laughs> shit mine was, and because it was like the, the punchline was the classic thing of uh, of like uh, Irish people are drunks. That was the oh, that's that was right. the punchline, and I don't think he had used that so far. He hadn't used that angle ah. in the previous three, but uh, no, he deserved he deserved to win. Fuck. I, need, I haven't spoken to that guy in a long time. I don't know. Is he up to much? Uh, he's gonna be uh, on the podcast. For episode eighty, like six, yeah, he's uh, he's probably he's probably like knowing him, he's probably like still posting pictures of Kobe murals on his story yeah. every day, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I mean, I was like, not like I was, you know, I was upset about Kobe's death as well. Right, but there's like that certain group of people around LA and Orange County that just like. Like COVID never even happened. They're just still on the Kobe, Kobe thing. Yeah, they're just still like they drive into downtown LA and like they you know they wear the jersey and they put up the picture of that mural on Melrose and it's like rest in peace. It's yeah. been it's been eight months. <laughs> You're like okay. That one that was a I don't, I usually don't give a shit when like celebrities die or anything like but when Kobe died, dude, I remember exactly where I was. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I was Same. at I was at work, dude. I was delivering. I could go I, like if you were to hop in my car right now, I could take you to the exact fucking neighborhood in the Newport coast that I was fucking like in to the exact house because it was just like that. And I went and it was like right before my like lunch break when I found out and I went to Taco Bell and like it was like you see, I mean when I'm at work, I'm not really like on my phone. And so like I finally like op- was able to open up and like scroll through Instagram. But I had cried in this Taco Bell. Yeah. And like it was one of those where like other people like saw me crying, and they There's just probably two to three people crying in a Taco Bell at any given moment. So. It has nothing to do with Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where were you? I was. <laughs> this sounds like so. I was coming out of a. Uh, I was coming out of a yoga class. <laughs> like I don't even do yoga, but uh, we had gotten like a free pass, and uh, I like checked my notifications or whatever coming out of the class, and I like. Yeah, I didn't cry, but I had to take a seat. Yeah. In the building, and I guess they were. Uh, like Camilo was with me and she was like all right I'll sit down I guess like we didn't even walk to the car and then eventually the uh I sat there for half an hour like scrolling TMZ and everything right and like the owner of the place was like oh you gotta are you here for another do you have another class or if not like can you get going did you tell him that Kobe died we need these seats yeah I was like give me some space (laughs) but uh yeah yeah especially because it was a Sunday as well and like nobody was it was well I mean you were working but like most people were off and it was early in the day so then I just spent the whole day just like reading Twitter and and you remember as well at first they thought it there was like some bad TMZ reports that said the whole family was in the helicopter yeah there was so much shit going on and then whole family dies and it was like oh like a daughter but we don't know which one and (laughs) and everyone was trying to figure out like who was the um so sad who was the pilot and everything Uh, yeah it was very sad who cares about the pilot yeah. Uh, but I went to OCC and my <laughs> he's the dickhead who crashed him. Uh, fuck that guy. Um, but the John Altobelli, the the coach. Oh, uh, he's a baseball coach, right? He was like a baseball coach. Yeah, but he was like homies with Kobe through because they're because they're both th- th- their daughters played on the same team. Uh, but my homie worked in the when we went to OCC, he worked in like the the athletic room or whatever. He would just like wash clothes or do whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. he would do. 
Um, no, but, that guy sounds like he sucks. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> but he would see that guy every day, and so like when he saw the news, and then it, they released the rest of the names, he was like, "Holy shit! Like I fucking know that guy." And, like it's just so weird, and I was like, "That's that." It's so weird how you know there's like eight billion whatever the fuck people on the planet and it's like you know this one guy who died with kobe and it's like what yeah, the hell? yeah i do feel bad for like those the families of those other people that were on the helicopter though because yeah. it's always like i mean not that you want like attention for somebody's death but like they're they'll always just be known as like they died with kobe or you yeah. know like it's kind of overshadowed yeah it's kind of overshadowed by it and like at their funerals probably so many people mentioned it to them and kobe stuff like that. Yeah. yeah yeah which is you know, not that one life is worth any more than another. Fuck uh, TMZ. I found out through Dom. Dom texted me, and he was like, oh, dude. Like, he sent me a picture of it, and he's like, Kobe died. And I was like, and he was like, and I was like, dude, that's TMZ. That's not true. That's bullshit. And so I went to TMZ's website, and, like, the article right under it was, like, Gwyneth Paltrow, like, selling candles that smelled like her pussy. Well, and I also, was, also true, though. Yeah, but I was like, <laughs> dude, like, it's this, and then Kobe died. Fuck off! Like that's it's fake. And then like, I refresh, and then like Sports Center tweeted it, and I was like, "Oh shit! Yeah, yeah he's yeah. gone." I was just like, "There's no way." I mean, they're usually like, it's also just such a weird thing for them to report if it wasn't right. You know, like it just doesn't make any. Nobody stands anything to gain from that report. Right. It well, wasn't like reporting a trade that might happen or something like right. that. Right. So I actually believed it straight away. And like TMZ are dicks. You know, like. I think they got sued afterwards for uh, you know, the picture. Vanessa, yeah, yeah. Like taking the picture to the scene. Like they are dicks, but fuck. Well, they no. get it right, though. TMZ didn't get sued. I mean, actually, I don't know. I don't think, but it was the sheriff's department that got sued. Oh, because they released uh, pictures and stuff? They didn't release pictures, but they had pictures. And, like, dude, this is the most fucked up thing that um, they, like, the sheriffs that had the pictures that were on the scene were, like, using the pictures at bars to, like, try to pick up women. Like, oh, shit, dude, look, I was there. Like, like this is his body. Like, trying to, like, oh, pick up is, women. Like, yeah, that's, that's such a uh, weird that's awful. angle to take. Like, no one's, like, gonna suck your dick because you have yeah. a picture of Kobe's dead body. Like, what? And, like, that's weird. And then, so then those girls were like, yeah, fuck that, and, like, told the people, like, the, the sheriff department, and then it got out, and then now Vanessa's probably gonna make, like, a shitload of money off the... As she should. Uh, yeah, off the, yeah. But... Yeah, they're usually uh, they're bastards, TMZ, but they're usually right though. That's fucking weird. But you know where they don't have TMZ <laughs> in like butt fuck rural towns, which is the next thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, doing comedy in like <laughs> what like, a transition. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> also, they do like TMZ is a website, so. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, but sorry, nobody's reporting ahead. on like weren't you in like Cincinnati or like whatever? Like nobody's reporting on that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing goes on there. You know where they don't have TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you just try to make shit up, dude. <laughs> no, it's alright. I'm just giving you shit. Uh yeah, so what were you ta- what were we ta- which town are you talking about? Do any town. Like doing comedy, uh like, oh, like but for you, towns? like how great was that? Like the differences or how shitty was it? Uh doing comedy outside of uh this hub. Uh, they were always better, to be honest. I don't yeah. know, like, yeah, they're just, I don't know. Not, I think it's easier in smaller markets to get good laughs mm-hmm. and uh, to get good stage time and stuff like that, just because there aren't as many comics around, and also the people there aren't exposed to as much comedy as they are in in LA, which is like the center of the comedy. Well, LA and New York and right Chicago. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of the center of the comedy universe. But no, there. I think I've. I don't know. You've probably done it more than me. I've done done it in like four states or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, I've done Arizona, Oregon, Washington. Yeah, four California. Uh, wait, 
Nevada, I guess technically, so five. But like, did you do Vegas or? Yeah. 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 Anyway, what did you, you like? Did you do any shows there? Or just mics. Just mics, dude. I'd I've say they were bleak though. Vegas. No, I mean there was no one there. Yeah, <laughs> they can't, I, I mean, they can't have been any better than like L.A. mics. I would imagine in Vegas. No, I mean, L.A. ones were better. Just because, like, there's more comics there, so at least there's, like, actual people. There was, like, four people there, bro. Yeah, It was yeah. just, like, whatever. But the the ones in Oregon, like, dude, those shows are fucking amazing. Because it's, like, and then, like, what we learned later is that, like, it's because these places don't have, like, like you said, like, they're, like, less comics. They're, like, they're less exposed to comedy, so it's not, like, it's saturated or anything. But they also, like, don't have other shit to do. So it's like when it's comedy night, it's like, oh, fuck, like, let's go. It's comedy night. Whereas, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's easier 40. to get people in the door. It's easier yeah. to get people in the door. Because, like, when we did that show, uh, we did, like, some free. Uh, was free, it free? It was free because it was the first show of the month, which is always free. Oh, uh, okay. And yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. we, like, honestly, on the way there. I oh, was, yeah, they paid us out of the bar. Tab the, yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, there's no way that, like, people are going to show up and then i counted like 120 people like packed for this thing it was yeah, like yeah. i was i was shocked i was shocked. like cursing your name the whole drive there because you convinced me to uh take days off of work <laughs> to go to go to uh in our defense there's supposed to be other shows lined up but yeah, shit yeah. went down but no no in fairness to you props to you it uh there was yeah there was 80 to 100 people there <laughs> that was nuts which uh was honestly the the hardest i think i've ever laughed at anything Ever so far was during your set when you fucking that lady like heckled you like ruined your punchline and you were just like <laughs> you're like oh like give it up for that lady and everybody started clapping and you're like no nah, no nah, security really get this bitch out of here I can't because <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it at all dude I was like sitting up in like the booth green room whatever the fuck it was uh just watching and then you were like get this bitch out of your security dude I. Died. It's I'm nice. Like, it's nice when something, when something like that works. Yeah, when some sort of uh, off the cuff thing kind of works. But I uh, was uh, they're they're fun. That's it. Like the other places like that, like they're all up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Make yeah. fun of us. Like they're like they just love it. Do you know what was actually really similar? That was fun, and it was like my last. <laughs> this sounds so sad, but it's like my last good memory of comedy because it happened right before COVID. Was um, oh, I'm gonna butcher these guys' names, <laughs> but do you know those two <laughs> bald brothers that used to tour with Ralphie Mae? Their name were like Chad and. Chuck or something, Chad yeah, and Chuck. The Smash Brothers. The Smash Brothers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Those guys. Fuck. It's not Chad and Chuck either. It's some. I don't know their name. It's names. some alliterative twin bullshit. But uh, I just Chad saw him something. on a flyer. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I went out with Joe Urell uh, to do a show that they do in Upland, which I didn't even know was a place. You know where Upland is? Yeah, it's like like by Norco. Yeah, yeah. For anyone listening, it's basically like an hour and a half. It's like the furthest outskirt of LA. Before you start driving to Vegas, like it's oh, never mind. I'm thinking yeah. of a different place then. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Far. No, no, it is Norco, but like that's an outskirt. That's Norco like big, is like it's like beyond by Corona. Yeah, yeah, it's beyond that. But that, but Corona's an outskirt. Of okay, LA. actually, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking when you said LA, I was picturing like downtown. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm thinking of the like it's so outskirt being of... like more than an hour. But anyway, it's like an hour and a half outside of LA may as well be Oregon in <laughs> terms of like the people that were there. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. You know, like mostly like blue collar workers and stuff like that who yeah. like really just are coming ready to laugh and like they packed out this brewery and they were selling these guys are such like businessmen as well. Like the Smash Brothers, they had their own uh custom beer that the brewery was selling with like their faces on it. These the the brothers? Yeah, yeah, the what? two the two comedy guys because they 
I don't know, it was one of them like part owned brewery or they know the owner or something like that. So they were like making money off. I think they were like 10 bucks a ticket to get into the brewery. And then they were like, oh, get our, you know, get our six pack of beer on your way out for 15 bucks or whatever. But uh, yeah, it was really, you know, they were just laughing like anything crude. And, uh, and yeah, they were all like getting shit faced as well at this brewery. Because, That's dope. You know, That's there's not dope. that many places that are fun out there. So I think something just died over there. But um, fucking coyotes rustling here. When, how soon, like, like that show happened, and then how soon after was the? Oh yeah, I think that was like two weeks or something before. Before the stay at home. Yeah, yeah. So fuck, because the stay at home happened like March, like fifteenth, right? Yeah, it was March. Well, or I think 14th? the day that the NBA. That's the. I always look at it as like the day that the NBA shut down what as was the, the cutoff point. Okay, when was that? That was the fourteenth. <laughs> I was at a mic at the library, and like I saw on a TV that you know Adam Silver. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the NBA commissioner. It yeah. was like him being like, well, we've decided to cancel the league. And I was like, well, we're fucked. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, there'll be one more mic, but like. Dude, that was honestly, in my lifetime, that was the scariest, the scariest moment, like, that everybody had to experience. Because it was like that, that, like, period of, like, 48 hours was where it's like, coronavirus is very real, people are dying. And then, like, they were like, we might not have, like, enough hospitals. And, like, an hour later... The NBA season's canceled. I was like, what the fuck? The NBA's canceled? And then, like, uh, like the MLB season was supposed to start. Like, like, like spring training games were going on. And they're like, we're, can't, we're postponing the yeah. MLB season. Well, All of this shit happened like, in, within 48 hours. And I was like, holy fuck. And yeah, then they yeah. were like, st- now it's like official quarantine. Like, within this 48 hours, like, now we have well, to Well, I think home. the quarantine happened after the NBA thing, though. It I, did. It I, did. Think it, I think, like, some government officials actually took notice of the the NBA canceling. Cause I remember people were still in bars and stuff like that Friday, that Saturday, you know, and then the, I think the official stay at home came on like the Saturday, the, the 15th or something. Yeah. Cause the last mic that I did was at the Harp Inn. And, and Tom was, Hanks, same night. He, yeah. Cause that's right. Cause yeah, then celebrities night. started, you know, getting it or maybe they didn't, whatever it was. Uh, you know <laughs> I'm I mean? fucking QAnon over here. Tom yeah, Hanks never had it. I'm just saying that like, it is kind of suspicious that all of a sudden all these celebrities are like, yeah, I have it. Stay home. Shut up, bitch. You don't fucking have it. You just got 500 bucks or whatever. Uh, but because uh, I was at the Harp Inn with Alex Farvar and, like, uh, whoever the fuck was there, and they had the Lakers game on, uh, and Anthony Davis missed that game-winning three-pointer. He, he he clunked that against the Nets. Oh, that night? That night. Okay. Uh, and that was the last NBA game played. Or for the Lakers. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. the last okay, Lakers game they played. Because the Jazz Thunder was the game that they canceled in warm-ups. Yes. Because Rudy Gobert had it. And then that and fool then was, like, like, sneezing on everything. Yeah, That yeah. guy was a douchebag. Yeah, and then he didn't really play that well in the playoffs. Do you remember? Um, he I, came back, and there was, like, friction them. between, like, uh, him and the rest uh, of his team fucking hate Donovan him. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I hate yeah. him, too. Yeah. I hate him, too. He was going around coughing on shit, touching everything. Well, Fuck I think he guy. ruined it for the whole country. It's safe to say we wouldn't be in this mess if it wasn't for Rudy Gobert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe Biden said that in a debate. Rudy Gobert? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> oh, really? It would be great if you could track it all back to just like him touching Rudy those microphones. <laughs> I mean, he didn't help. No, <laughs> he had, infected at least twelve millionaires. <laughs> but then they went home to their families. They're, they have kids. Their kids go to the school with their kids, infect their kids, and then go infect their parents. And then you, you, we could trace it all the way back to Rudy Gobert. He was one of the yeah, first yeah. people that tested positive. In fairness, though, when you think about it, like the NBA has just crushed COVID. Like they were the first ones to cancel, and they ran that whole bubble without any player test. I think without one positive test in that bubble, Kobe. Oh gosh. Well, at least it didn't break. 
I was not here. <laughs> what were you saying? We're going to take a break while Galen picks that up. <laughs> Are we? No. <laughs> I was like, I'm because if I pick that up, I'm going to shoot it again, and then it will break. Uh, it will be a lot closer though, so you should make the second shot. <laughs> given shot that you'll be. I went like, for the, I went for the back one. I should have gone for the front one, but I was going to go for the three. Yeah, yeah, and you went for like the hook shot instead of the uh, the jump shot. For ah, you, and I said Kobe. I should have said Kareem. True. Fuck. Basketball. Kobe ones don't work anymore. They do. That, that was a bad joke. I wanted to do a fucking, like, a reel, uh, but I just never got around to it. It was just kind of dumb of, like, uh, you know, like, shoot, people shooting sh- shit into the trash. Be like, because I have that Kobe jersey now. I just want to be like, Kobe, and, like, miss it, have it clunk off. And, like, this like after he died, I wanted, like, to have, it like, the jersey, like, float off me. <laughs> like, because like, I missed, he'd be like, you What's the message? That, like, like you can't, like, if you once you miss, you know, like, you're, like, disrespecting Kobe, so the jersey, like, started floating off me, like, to go up to heaven. Okay. Like, you know, like, it was, like, <laughs> it was, like, what I wanted to go for. But, like, then I'd have to, like, get dental floss because it's, like, invisible to tie it and have somebody, like, above me, like, start lifting it off, and I'd have to, like, raise my arm. Like, it just didn't work. And I was just, like. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if I could get it over my face, like, maybe it would, like, and I have, like, me, oh. Like whatever, but I was just like, yeah, ah, whatever. It would, it wouldn't work. For all for a ten second video, it's not worth it. I was like, whatever, bro. Yeah, I think even from the start, no, <laughs> no. You laugh for a sec. Like, <laughs> I didn't even get the concept. Like, because you didn't get miss, the visual. He misses. He misses. So then the shirt must float up to heaven, and Kobe's just surrounded by shirts. Well, or it, by jerseys of everyone who's missed. It was either that, have it float up, or have a, like a black arm come in and just take it like up to heaven. <laughs> like I don't know. Like uh, people have been missing those shots for years, though, when he was alive as well. Oh yeah, but now that he's dead, it's like I feel bad. I feel bad, like missing him. Like fuck, I just—it's like I used his name in vain. Yeah, yeah. I like, know, oh, I know what you're getting at. That was one of his legacies. Is people, people shouting that as they take shots. Fuck. Do you ever see? Uh, um, or like, dude, like I think I feel like I'd get pissed if I saw a kid like shoot it and say like Curry or like Steph. Or, like, uh, I don't think. It's one of those things that it's just I, I haven't seen anyone do that. Have you? I don't think no, that, no, no. But like, it's there's gonna be someone just like the kids like before us were like Magic or not Magic or like like MJ or like I don't what would they Jordan like it just I don't think people even did that. I think that's why it's like so um, associated with Kobe, is yeah. I think people in like the eighties and nineties just shot stuff silently, yeah. <laughs> <into> trash cans, <laughs> alone in silence. They were just like, oh great. <laughs> I made that shot as I tossed this piece of paper. And then, it, you know, I, obviously just one kid was, like, screwing around in, like, class and was like, Kobe, as he shot it. And then, <laughs> and then everyone just the rest started is history. Say, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Kobe. But he was just such a legend. But you're not even a Laker fan. No, no, I'm a Knicks fan. But uh, Are you really? Yep. Why? Yep. Yeah, I've always been. Because uh, when I first moved to America, I was, like, an hour and a half from New York. Like from Manhattan, where oh, I played, right. and we used to go to games like once or twice a year. My dad took us, so yeah, you gotta support who's, you gotta support who's local. Like, and this was before like League Pass and everything, and before like streaming on the internet. So those are the only games you could watch regularly. It was because it was on like local TV, like level you know? le- channel seven or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was on like the low. It was on MSG is the channel there. MSG. Now that's that. Isn't MSG bad? Uh, <laughs> MSG. Yeah, MSG. Uh, well. Yeah, I don't think it's great. I don't think it's fantastic. But uh, MSG for the Knicks is bad as well. So Master Square Garden, yeah. Yeah, it's just bad on all fronts. Uh, that's crazy. Like, do you do you watch any other sports? Um, what do I watch? watch? I watch like a football. little bit of football. I mean, I watch. Uh, yeah, I watch some soccer. I watch a little bit of American football. 
<laughs> as we call it. But <laughs> I'm not like I'm not one of those dudes who like sits down at 10 a.m. to watch like nine hours on a Sunday or something. I'm just oh, like, right. not that. No, I'm just not that into it. I watch a game. Yeah, baseball. I'll watch like the World Series. Like I watched the Dodgers in the World Series, and that was it. That was fun. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know how you you watch like regular seasons. Yeah, I watch regular season games. I watch I watch I I watch all sports. It's too inconsequential. Each game carries so little weight because they play 162 games. It's like I like ah. the stats, dude. I like you know like. No, you got to be hardcore to follow it. It's just something I grew up like going to games, watching fights in the parking lot or in the stands, or like you know eating hot dogs. It was just like it wasn't just the game; it was like the the aura. And so yeah, like yeah, yeah. when like this year especially, like it's not like I'd always just sit there. Like if I had other shit to do, I, w- I wasn't just gonna be like, oh shit, the Angel Game's on at one. I gotta go watch it. Yeah, like, it was yeah. just kind of like ah fuck. I guess like I got I'll watch a couple innings here or there. But it is like, nice in the background. Yeah, it's because it, it's like it's not one of those things we have to watch the whole damn time, you know, and like. If, like, someone hits, like, a home run and you miss it, you can just look it up on your phone. Like, you just keep watching. Yeah, But yeah. because of, like, like the whole COVID thing and everything getting canceled, like, I have a whole new appreciation for, like, sports because I was like, fuck, like, it got taken away. There was that period where we didn't have it. And so, like, now it's, like, a football game's on, I'm watching it. A baseball game's on, I was watching it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When was, they came back. When it came back. You know what's actually been a good COVID watch is there's this series on Netflix of like obscure sporting championships. Have you seen this thing? No. I can't remember what it's called, but like it's like six episodes and each one is like a sport you've never heard of. And the one we watched the other day was like hot chili pepper eating. What? Uh, yeah. So it was like live footage, not live, but it was footage of the world chili pepper eating contest in South Carolina. And it was like so entertaining. Like they get these five people up on a stage and, you know, they're all, like, different races, genders and everything. And they've <laughs> all got a different backstory. And this guy's, like, you know, like... Uh, like What year is this? Like, Ronnie the Jalapeno Crusher. And, you know, <laughs> like, they, like, they've all got these, like, these ridiculous names. And uh, it was from, like, two years ago. Oh, really? But Damn. they just start off by giving them different, like... They have, like, ten people, and they give them each a chili that's rated at this heat. <laughs> and whoever can't finish it is out. And then they just keep going. And there was, like, this farmer who had been breeding, like, the hottest... It was called the Carolina Reaper. That was oh, the name shit. of the chili. And, like, these people are dying. You know, like, ev- the, there's, the crowd is going crazy. Oh, there's like people are dying from eating it. From eating it. And they had this, like, really good wrinkle where each contestant has, uh, a, a, like, a pint of milk in a glass in front of them, and they're not allowed to touch it. Oh, if shit. You touch, if you touch... If your lips even touch the glass... You're out? You're out. So then, like, you see when the guy finally gives up, he just, like, douses himself, in the, <laughs> you know, in the milk. But, uh, yeah, it was really <laughs> – but the the greatest part is if you, anyone looks this up on Netflix, like, these people What's flew What's it called? From, uh, you'll see it. It's uh, – I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> Put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you look up, like, obscure sporting championships or something, okay. it's, it's on uh, – but I was like, wow, these people flew all over the world. And there was like this lady from England who was almost won. And then they announced at the end, they're like, all right, congratulations to our winner who won $10,000. Like it's such a pathetic amount of money for like these people do this as a career. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? Like these people, he's like, like, I've been eating chilies for eight years. And I, (laughs) you know, I I came eight in 2010. And then I, and then I, I finally cracked the top three. And it's like, oh my God, all that for 10,000. I thought it was going to be like, 500k to the winner no who the fuck where the fuck would they get that money from i know in hindsight that makes complete sense but uh, yeah they got to get the money from somewhere it's not just some guy that's like some rich dude's like i'm gonna pay 500k to watch you guys suffer 
Yeah, but it's like, ah, oh, how much does a taste bud replacement cost? I guess. You know, if you're getting, it's like you're putting yourself through absolute physical torture. If I had crazy money, like, because I always ask questions like, would you suck that guy's dick for, like, you know, a mil? I just hope that I can make yes. enough money. Yeah, I just hope that I can make enough money to, like, start, a, like, a YouTube or, like, a, like an underground show or, like, it wouldn't be a lot on YouTube of, like, me making people suck people's dicks for, like, a million dollars, and then I give it to them. Just so be like, you hey, suck you... no dicks, and you get the money. Yeah, but I'm the one giving out the money. I'm no, I'm the one giving out the money. Like, I wish that I, I could, like, I'm hoping that I could win the lottery and have this so much money where it'd be like, would this you? This is a very like, this is a very uh, '90s idea because I think right now a lot of people who enjoy sucking dick. <laughs> so you will not, you will not have a hard time getting people yeah, to suck dick for a million dollars. Do you, dollars. do you suck dick? I, no. I don't. So I'm saying, I like, mean, if I would like, this show would be based around like me getting, like, the show would be based around me getting like my buddies to do shit that they wouldn't do for money. I'd be like, yo, Joseph, like, I would go grave rob Nelson well, Mandela. Well, is fear factor though. In a se- I mean, that you can like never have factor. somebody. Yeah, you can never have somebody sucking dick on, <laughs> on Channel Seven. But uh, that is kind of like fear factor. Fuck, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Those have been, there's a there's a funny one that uh, airs in like England and Ireland called uh, "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here," huh. and it's all these like failed, not failed, but they're all these celebrities who are over the hill and they're just desperate for money. Oh, so they'll be like, "Oh, this guy starred in a sitcom like ten years ago." Like, say for instance, um, I don't know, one of them would be like Bill Cosby. No, no, Bill po- Bill Cosby is too famous. You have to be at the you have to be at the right level. Oh, like you one have to be at the right level. One of, of the thing. guys from The Office or something. Yeah, or like even uh, maybe no, not Jerry Ferrara. I'm trying to think of like one of the Entourage guys. Uh, you know, like never seen that show. Yeah, yeah, like one of the side, one of the side dudes. But you'll see them. Was show it a comedy up. show? Yeah, yeah. You've never seen Entourage? No, I thought it was like a, like a drama. Oh no, no, it's about like four like pure bros who live in LA. One of them is like a struggling actor and they just go out every weekend and oh, pick what? up chicks. And what? It's literally like, a, the funny thing is, I mean, it's not like the greatest show in the world. It has a lot of like flaws, but it's like made for you. Really? You are like, you're like the entourage target demographic. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if I'll you watch that, out. if you watch that, you'll text me in a few days being like, oh my God, bro, I can't believe I never <laughs> discovered this show. But uh, anyway, they send all these like former celebrities to the jungle in like Thailand, and they just make them like eat, you know, uh, like kangaroo testicles. Oh shit! And so like, it, you just have them do crazy shit for money. I think the top prize is like a million. See, but eating dollars. kangaroo balls isn't like that extreme because it's like if someone like some top chef cooks that bitch up, like it's not like who gives a shit. But like if you if I'm like walking up to like an actual kangaroo and I have to bite his ball sack off and then eat yeah, it, I mean, that's, that's pretty, extreme. That's pretty extreme. No, that that probably wasn't even the worst one. They had a lot of like live. They had to eat some live animals. I think. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty dicey. Nothing's more extreme than I saw a video of Steve-O uh, grilling a, uh, a a squirrel like roadkill, oh. and it had maggots coming out of it, and he cooked it and ate it, and like, he, oh, it was so gross. Was that like, guy must have some immune system, huh? <laughs> For real, we got on this whole tangent where the whole thing was uh, asking about why you were a fan. Like, I'm a I'm a Colts fan. <laughs> for football, I don't know, know where we started. Yeah, I mean, people people ask like why and shit, but it it, it traces back to uh, when I was in fourth grade. I did my states project and I had to do Indiana, and so like I didn't have like a football team, and I think it's like I, I'm from here, and back then we didn't have the Rams or the sure, Raiders, sure. or we had no team. So I I was just like ah, oh. and then that year, and, and so I loved Peyton Manning, like he was fucking my favorite player. And then that year that I did the states project, they won the Super Bowl, and I'm like, well, I'm a t- fan for life now. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I'm a fan for life now. Uh, yeah. And then yeah, well, the, the reason you became a fan I th- isn't that important. The more important thing is that you stick with it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not people bouncing like, oh, around. Oh, why are you a fan of like the Knicks for 14 years? It should be like, hey, props to that guy. Yeah. He's been a fan of the Knicks for 14 years. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I remember, uh, did you ever do pen pals? Like when you're in elementary school, like you have to pen pal like a kid from another school. Uh, no, no, no. Aware really? Cons- uh, it was kind of phased out. I remember, I know my mom like did pen pals when she was a kid and stuff like that, but I don't Pretty think sure she was dating a guy in prison then. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first. <laughs> we had to like pen pal some, like, and we like happened to pen pal some school in like Indianapolis. And so it was like, of course, the kid that I was pen paling like ha- ended up being like a Colts fan. And so like, I remember talking to him about the fucking Colts uh, and be like, oh, like this and this. And we only exchanged like three letters because like I just decided to stop. Uh, Everybody does, yeah. Yeah, and, but it was because of this. I asked the kid, like, in my second letter, I asked him, I was like, oh, like, who's your favorite player? And I remember, so, like, you know, obviously, I don't <laughs> it's know. It's like one question per letter. He finds out <laughs> four. It's like, who's your favorite player? Three months later. Yeah. <laughs> Peyton Manning. Yeah. Who is yours? Three months later. <laughs> it literally was like that. And we'd have to Do write Do you cursive. play Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> But the guy, he put the running back, like the backup running back, he put Joseph Adai, who I hated. Like, he'd always yeah, fumble yeah. it. Like, he sucked. He sucked. And so I just lost all respect for this kid. The second I saw Joseph He Adai, was, was trying like, to be cool as well by naming, like, a backup. He's like, oh, he was testing you. Yeah. He was like, let me see how much Galen knows. Like, yeah. I'm going to say that my favorite, like, nobody's favorite is the backup running back. Yeah. So it's like having, like, your favorite car brand be Honda. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. This wasn't, like, Joseph Adai Jr. that you were pen patting. It wasn't, like, his yeah, kid yeah. <laughs> He's like, my daddy's my favorite player, <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> that would be something. I actually don't remember the – I mean, I don't remember the fucking kid's name. It would be funny to find those letters now and, like, look it's them up. It's funny that they make kids do that kind of stuff. I don't know what the – I guess they're trying to instill, like, an interest in other cultures. No. It was, Indianapolis I think it was, is not necessarily another <laughs> culture. <laughs> I think it was mainly so, like, you know, we – they teach us how to adri- uh, like address oh, a letter, yeah, yeah, and how to put the address in the top left corner, yeah, and how to, yeah, yeah, how Where to, to put, put the stamp, stamp on, yeah, 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 exactly. Don't put the stamp directly over your own name, yeah. moron, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how to like format a letter, and we would write it, we'd have to write it in cursive, and yeah, and just yeah. shit like that, yeah. like just like the basics, like it had nothing to do with, and like so useless in hindsight. But it's also weird because like I think about it like, now, just like randomly think about it now, like how did the how did my school even like get in contact with some school in Indianapolis. Yeah. Hey, you want to have our kids write letters to your kids? Sure. What? There's also this weird, you ever hear of like towns being twinned? What do you mean? That's the thing. So like in Ireland, like each small town, like my town has a twin town, which was like a town in France. And so they would like, you know, they're, uh, they're like, uh, City like, council and stuff would be in contact. Like, oh, if you want to go visit this town, like they'll set you up in this Airbnb—not an Airbnb, but like an old traditional Airbnb. Right. You know, you can get like cheap rates. Bed and, and breakfast. They would come over for the the year the yearly like Easter parade. What? Like, oh, here's from our twin town of Seychelles, France, or whatever. It's, yeah, I don't. Would the oh, town be the same layout or? No, no, no. It was just like a town that you were random? matched up with for no reason. Like I never <laughs> seemed to accomplish anything. It was just a thing to like put on signs. That makes you sound interesting. It's like, oh, um, you know, Fountain Valley, twinned with Zhangzhou, China. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know what the pur- I don't really know what the purpose of it was. But anyway, just, do they still do that me. now? I think they do it with some American towns as well. It's no. kind of a small town thing. It's kind of a small town thing to like make people interested in other cultures or something. I don't know. That's so weird to like force something like that on people. 
Yeah, I mean, it didn't. It's not like it impacted their everyday lives, but <laughs> it's like, God damn, if it wasn't for this twinning, we'd be able to pay for a new school, or it wasn't like that, but... There's definitely an animal over there. I just heard it sneeze. Did you hear it sneeze? I don't think you can tell when an animal sneezes. Uh, I've had animals. I can tell when it sneezes. There's definitely like a possum or a raccoon. Like, what does that even mean? Well, I've had dogs and cats No, I can tell when a dog sneezes. But that, no, it sounded just like it. It went... <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> like that sounds like that fucking possum over there just sneezed. Well, we'll we'll play it back on the tape. We'll review. But uh, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't I think I up. think the people will find there was no sneeze. <laughs> it's so Thank far you. away. <laughs> Case closed. But anyway, so you're from Ireland, and you, so like <laughs> another thing that happened since the episode two years ago is you're now a citizen of the United States. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Well, horrible timing. But, yeah. Uh, how was that process like? Um. It was, I, like, had jokes about this before, but I'm not going right. to do them. But, like, right, it is true, though, what I said. I'm not going to do the jokes. Don't do the I jokes, but what no, was but it what like? what I said in the jokes was, like, it was just, I feel guilty about how, like, easy it was for me compared to other people. Like, when I got to the citizenship ceremony with, you know, they do the ceremony with 4,000 people in L.A. Jesus. Getting their citizenship that day, because they only do it once a month. Oh, You'll okay. be surprised, but I guess on average, four thousand people a month get citizenship in L.A. You know? Just in L.A.? Yeah, just in L.A. Holy shit! And actually, the day I was there it was four thousand in the morning and four thousand in the afternoon. Oh my god! It's in this massive convention center hall. But uh, the thing that stuck with me about it is like it's really emotional for most people there. Like I was not, I was like, not, you were just like, when's this over? I was emotional. <laughs> like I was like very happy to get it and everything. And like Camila, my girlfriend, was there, and you know, like it was nice. We like took pictures and stuff. But, uh, yeah, there was, like, you know, older Hispanic men and Asian men in particular who were, like, in suits and had their whole family there and were kind of, like, Damn. crying and everyone was, like, giving them flowers and stuff because, like, you know, clearly they've been here for 30 years on some shitty visa and, you know, or, or probably were undocumented for many years. Right. And then, you know, finally got the proper <laughs> paperwork and did the proper thing and, like, um, and then the other thing that'll stick with me about it is, like, there's obviously, if you think about it, that they all have their family members there, right? right? As did I. I had Camilla. There's actually a lot of, like, illegal immigrants in the room statistically. If you think about it, because, like, oftentimes, like, if, you, if you're in a family, the dad will maybe attain citizenship first because right. maybe he came with his brother. But then it's not until he gets it that it'll get transferred down to the kids. Oh, you no know what way. I mean? And so they'll have to go through the process. So the US government wants to be really sure that nobody, there's all these citizenship, um, what's the right word? Uh, certificates in the room that are to be handed out to the people gaining citizenship. Right. But they really want to make sure that none of those certificates go to the wrong person. <laughs> like maybe a family member or maybe someone faking to be a family member. You know, like if we like if we looked alike and I knew, you know, I had got a copy of your ID or something or I knew because you literally just go up to a guy and you're like, yeah, I'm Steve Lardner and he's like, oh yeah, like what's your social? And I give the social and then he gives me my citizenship. But what I'm saying is, this is a long way answer, but to prevent peop the quote-unquote illegal people in the room from well what's it. a fucking piece of paper because it's like a like a documentation thing so like the paper well, if you is have the piece of paper you can send off not in the get system the passport. yeah yeah but it's still all in the system yeah but it, you so if you walk that. up and i'm fucking i'm joe blow and then joe blow shows up like an hour later and he gets his shit too that doesn't matter because it's like only one guy's in the system and if you just have the piece of paper you're not the one in the system yeah, but you'd be surprised. Like, I would say the piece of paper could still get you out of, like, say if ICE raided your work, you know, like, say, you know, like, ICE does those raids where they'll raid, right. like, a meat factory, 
and they're just trying to find undocumented people. If you produce a piece of paper, maybe they don't have the time to like go back and and check through all these. Systems. Maybe they're like, all That's right, true. on to the next dude. Like this guy, yeah, he's got paper. It looks right. You know, it's, he looks basically like the picture. It says thing. I mean, it's probably not that big a deal. Right. But what I'm saying is, I was amazed by how big a deal they made of it. So what they did was, nobody was allowed like sit with their family. Everyone, so all the applicants of which I was one had sure. to sit in a very particular section. Everyone else was like separated by like a row of not guards, but people who are like watching by, you know, sure. like uh, immigration enforcers. And then they did the ceremony and then they had to evacuate all of the friends and family out of the conference building, lock the doors, what? which took an hour because remember there's 4,000 <laughs> people in there. So it's like it's like when you leave a baseball game, like how long does it take everybody to leave? Fuck, dude. So you wait for everybody to leave and then they hand out their certificates ah. to only the applicants who are remaining in the room. Fuck. And then you go outside, and then you see your family. So it's probably unnecessarily like complicated. But I was, oh yeah, and then like Trump gave a big video message on the screen. That's the other thing I'll always remember, where he was like, <laughs> he clearly like wasn't pleased about having to give this message to welcome <laughs> in immigrants. But clearly, like it's part of his function that he has to do it. I right. mean, he can't just like shut down immigration approvals like right. entirely. But so he just did it all in this very stern vo voice where, you know, he was like, welcome to this country. This is your country now. You have no other. You are an American citizen. It was very like you renounce all of your previous allegiances, you know, and they make right. you say that. You have to say like, oh, like basically if, if Ireland was to come into a war with the U.S., I would have to go on the U.S. side. Would you? Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I've said that. I don't mean that like in my heart, but. That's what you, I'm saying, but like, you would you? have to say it. Uh, no. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> what if America drafted you? If America drafted me... Well, how old are you? Well, I'm over 26, so I, I think it's 18 it's, to 26. I, I thought it was 18 to 35. No, I think it's 18 to 26. Jamie? Yeah. yeah uh, God damn it. Dom. Dom. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think you are right. It's a pretty unlikely scenario, but... Uh, yeah, well, see, the, well, the good thing about it, if, if you have dual citizenship, is I could always just skip. Yeah, because you just Just because you have citizenship doesn't mean you have to stay here forever. Yeah. Yeah, I could just go back there and be like, no, I'm not going. I, I think that it's weird because I was just, I, I, it's something that I was, like, breaking down the other day, that, like, Americans are pretty freaking brainwashed, man. Like, like, it, it, like I hate to say it, like, oh, yeah. and, like, it's going to make sense in a second, but, like, dude, like, you think back to, like, like our elementary school days, like every single day, eight o'clock a.m. from eight o'clock to eight oh one, we'd have to pledge sing of allegiance. the pledge of allegiance, bro. That's fucking weird. Yeah, that's really fucking weird. What is? It? I pledge allegiance to the, the flag, flag of the United States, States of America, America to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under, under God, God indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's fucking weird. As kids, yeah. I'm like annoyed that I know that, but I do. How do you know that? Because I I did a couple of years of high school here. So uh, it was funny because like the first few weeks I was fumbling it and every other kid has been doing it like you said since elementary school and I was like 14 and I'm like indivisible indivisible <laughs> under, like you know th those are words that you never say I don't we didn't do it in high school I didn't do it in high school we stopped in at the at eighth grade was the last year I had to do it I went to a Catholic school so it was that and prayers so it was like a 10 minute ordeal that's so you had to do that you had to do an Our Father you had to do a Hail Mary you had to pull your pants down you have to <laughs> the whole it's a whole thing but just like just think about it like the like the making all these kids across america pledge their allegiance to a flag yeah that's it's weird ah, patriotism in itself is like a kind of a complicated 
subject because like it's a very fine line of like you want people to be proud of where they're from and you obviously want people to join your military and stuff when you have right war, you know for when you have wars and stuff but making everybody so like gun america ho- gun number ho- one like america no other i think is a kind of a, a bad sentiment to engender in people like it's very weird yeah. it's very weird and, and it's like it's fine something that i kind of find like a little disturbing uh oh yeah yeah i 100 percent. i 100 percent agree I don't know, but it's not. It's one of those where it's like, what what kid is gonna like? What woke kid is just gonna be like, no? And the well, and the under God part. That's the part that's always yeah. Like your, even if your notion of God exists, if you believe in that, like your nation would have no higher place under that God than any other nation, right? You know, like one nation under God, like as if God would not be looking down and caring for the other <laughs> nations like equally it's just such fuck a fuck china bro it's america they're one nation yeah what yeah, like, it's just such a fucked up way to think about it and then i love the people that are like like undefeated like you know like world war back to back world war two champs one of my least favorite things <laughs> i see it all the time and i'm like what especially the around fourth of july yeah oh god undefeated back to back world war two or world war champs like what are you talking about bro and you know like, that like no no one who say like their dad died in World War Two or anything would ever actually wear that. Like no one actually connected with the war, even on the American side. Yeah, would would appreciate that shirt because yeah. it's like motherfucker. Like we lost people. Yeah, you know, like that's not nobody is the champ in a yeah, war. Like it's just. Yeah. And then we can't. Read it. They're always the biggest douches. It's always someone between the age of like seventeen and twenty-two. Back to back World War champ. Drinking baby. White Claw, as you say. Hey, chill, and, chill, chill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like what, and it's like if anything, we're like the like our starting starting quarterback that got hurt. We're the guy that like came in and like just happened to drive like at the end yeah, or score yeah. the game winning goal. It's like bitch, we came in like three years late. Like what are you fucking talking about? U.S. has been riding on that. <laughs> has been riding on that uh, for the past eighty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. dude, we we really have. We yeah. really have. There's, and it's like funny because like you think about it, like uh, we weren't even like. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, look at how scared Steve's Dude, I really have a thing with, like, raccoons and stuff. That's definitely a raccoon or a skunk. No. No, it's something that's... Been, any animal that's eaten the trash is not good. Uh, well, here, well, watch this. Much I'll scare it away. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's out of here now. <laughs> Into the microphone, man. See? I probably killed it. It is weird that it didn't make a sound. Because I killed it. <laughs> yeah, for people listening, Galen just fired a full glass bottle of beer at a uh, raccoon or a possum or a skunk. Yeah, at a bin. And now there's We're no sounds, sure so I killed was, it. But it was definitely sketchy before that. <laughs> Dude, you got so scared. Yeah, I know. This guy listen, jumped out of the. T- this guy jumped out well, of the. Well, I'm seat. the one sitting closer to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to attack us. Dude. He just wants a bag of Doritos out of the trash. Yeah, I just hate. I, I don't think like people who think like raccoons and stuff are cute. Like. It's twice the size of a rat, at least. Have you seen a baby raccoon, though? Ah, they're disgusting. They're pretty cute. They're pretty cute. Anyway, but, like, when we joined, like, World War One and shit, they called us the Doughboys. Like, we were the fat asses that, like, just, like, showed up. Like, people are making it seem like we're, like, like the Guidos in the gym that just showed up and fucked everybody up. <laughs> That's not... We were just these fat fucks that, like, just showed up, and then, like, there was just more of us. It was like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think uh, Bill Burr just, like, talked to, just talked about this on a, or, like, not just. I listened to, the, like, an episode from, like, 2014, and he was talking about how, like, there was some, they were talking about, like, German scientists and how, like, the engineering for, like, like foreign stuff is, like, far better than anything American. And, like, this one scientist had, like, a quote back then. 
saying that uh, one tank, one German tank was worth four American tanks, but America always had five. Oh, okay. It's just like, I was like, fuck, like that's such a good goddamn quote. I was like, that's, yeah, that's, that's interesting <laughs> if true. <laughs> Although if Burr said it, he's probably right. He's like really into, you know, doing those deep dives on history Burr? and technology yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. He's pr- he was probably knew what he was talking about. Speaking of deep dives, what do you think as a stand-up comedian? What do you think? What What do you think is your biggest strength? And on the flip side, what <laughs> do you think is your biggest weakness? Oh man, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I I don't even feel like a, uh, like a comic anymore. <laughs> like I can even I don't know. I feel so like removed from it now. After the these, podcast has kind of kept me grounded. Otherwise, these, I'd probably feel the same after way after these nine months. But ah, um, oh, Jesus, I don't know. Stro- what was the question? Strength and what do you weakness. think is your biggest strength? And on the flip side, what do you think is your biggest weakness? Um. Strength is I I probably have like a good I kind of like started a bit later than a lot of the people I know and hang out with like around this scene so I probably have more life experiences to draw on okay and kind of like living in multiple countries and traveling around and, and shit like that like I probably had more um, experiences to base material on I feel like some people like here they're just like don't have um, you know, you're like coming straight out of high school and trying to do stand up. It's like it's not going to appeal to the wider audience. Sure. Um, and then weakness. Uh, Take your hand away from your mouth. Man. Oh yeah, shit. Um, I'm still, I'm so rattled by this yeah. raccoon. I mean, it's <laughs> it's going to expose. It's going to expose like my biggest fear to everybody on the uh, <laughs> anyone listening to the podcast. I hate vermin. Um, <laughs> uh, weakness. Yeah, I'm just like way too. Um, I'm way. too too conscious about putting something out not even necessarily putting something out like doing a joke that's that i that i think will be received badly or like putting out clips or anything like that sure like yeah i always like admire people who like put out sketches and stuff like that because if if i don't know like it's something's gonna get a laugh i'm like too much of a coward to uh really to put it out yeah yeah to be honest yeah yeah i mean yeah i can see that that's that's good. Yeah, I'm like too, a little self-critical, I would say, and just like should more like take a chance with things, and that, that does that extends beyond comedy. I would say you should just I should just be more like well, who gives a fuck, you know? What are you like insecure about, like in your own life? Oh wow, we're getting deep on uh, barely. I said serious. we were diving deep. I said you know, we were yeah, diving yeah, deep. It's barely serious, but it is a little serious. It can get a little yeah. serious. <laughs> yeah, 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 some yeah. episodes more than others. <laughs> you change the name in year two. You're like quite serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. What am I insecure about in my own life? Wow. Or or on the flip side, uh, it could be something like what what did you used to be insecure about that you kind of like overcame? Um. Wow, good question. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm a little inse- I'm a little insecure about um. Oh, I'm I'm a little insecure about my weight. I would what? say. In a weird, yeah, like about being skinny. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the flip, like I just, uh, you know, you a couple of years ass. ago, I put like a lot of effort into like trying to like, uh, like put on muscle and stuff. Sure. But I'm not really sure. Like I think it's, I think it's good to try to stay fit in general. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it's just a important thing to be healthy. But I think I was doing it for more of a aesthetic point of view. Right. You know, like I was like, you know, l- looking up those workouts that like really <laughs> focus on the biceps and the triceps and stuff right. like that. Like just to like try and have better pictures on Tinder and, and shit like that. So, you know, I was clearly a bit insecure about being skinny there for a few years in my probably college and like early to mid twenties, but kinda don't really care. I mean I still work out and stuff, but I don't really care about that specifically anymore. So I'd say I've gotten over that one. 
Um, I'm just insecure about what people think in general. Like, wow. just anything. Not when I'm, like, talking one-to-one with someone, but, like, mostly around, like, social media. Like, anything I post, I really, like, reread it. I reread it, like, right. multiple, multiple times. Really? And even in even in work, which is totally different, like, sending sending emails or, like, a presentation. Like, I'm that person that really doesn't want anything to be perceived in the wrong way. And so I like I like reread it from this perspective and reread it from this perspective. And really, it's good. I think part of it is like, like as my day job is obviously a, 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 like an engineer, right? And you do need to like double and triple check things. You know, like you can't just send off, you can't just uh, send off a, a, like a spreadsheet that has calculations on them that you haven't checked. double and triple checked. Fuck. You know, but I think I probably take that too far. And even with like shit that I've typed out, I'm like, oh god, like what is it? You know, like, <laughs> Which you don't, you need to be like, especially for like comedy and stuff, you need to just not give a, a you fuck. need to not give a fuck and just keep, you know, putting shit out. And that's why the mics were so like, I, I you know, once you learn that like mics don't matter, that's why the, you know, a good mic is they like the best. Fun. Yeah, a good mic is like the best thing ever because you just learn to like go there and not give a shit and try your new jokes and then work on them. And yeah, yeah those are good, those are good times. It takes a little bit to like get to that point too because I remember giving a shit about mics and oh, then it just, yeah, yeah, it just yeah, clicked. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. Th- this doesn't matter. Shows matter. Yeah, but yeah. Just don't invite anybody to them. As well. Yeah. Thing you need to learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did people ever? I remember the first time uh, I ever did Anchor Bar. Uh, oh yeah, come on down, dude. I like, like ten people came and saw me at Anchor Bar, and then Cass knew that they were there, like to see me. So then he'll put you on later, bro. He put me on at like one in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I was. Well, pissed. I mean, that's a, that's a that's a that's a pro move by him. Yeah, to keep the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's got to be selfish. Because here's on the thing, here's the, here's on the flip side. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know if I'm what I'm doing this for. He doesn't know how long <laughs> I'm going to stick around. You know, like really. So he's like, well, what I give a fuck if I make this kid mad? He's probably not going to stick around. Like I'm gonna just, you know, for the people that do care. Here's ten people that they, that are watching. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So he's like, oh. I was a little bit smarter in that. I at least the first time I had a friend come watch, it was also at Anchor Bar, but I only had one person come. Sure. You know, like one buddy. But I remember then I felt so bad because he was like, same thing. Like he was sitting there for hours. I don't think Cass knew or anything. It was just like the chance that, you know, right. he put me up yet or whatever. And so uh, <laughs> such a tool. I was like, nah, here, listen, just fucking have a few drinks. Like I- I'll get your tab. I'll sure. get your tab for the night. But like, honestly, I don't know what time I'm going to get up. So just, you know, relax. You know, they're doing like the pizza at Anchor Bar. Yeah. Like, just enjoy the comedy. I'll get your tab. But of course, like I didn't go up till midnight. This guy Whoa. is a fucking drinker. And so I ended up. Not going up to midnight, performing for him and three other people, and I had to pick up my buddy's fifty-five dollar tab <laughs> at Anchor Bar, which is like people who don't know, like it's hard to run up a fifty-five dollar tab at Anchor, at Anchor Bar. Bar. Yeah, yeah, like you have to have a lot of drinks, which I don't blame him. He was watching an open mic for for yeah. five hours. Like I would do the same thing. I'd be doing shots and shit. But uh, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't bring people to open mics. That's no. I'm not the first one to say this on this podcast. I'm sure many people. Rookie said. move. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's very it's something that I never did again. That was the last time. That was the first time and the last time that anybody's ever seen me at a mic. Oh, uh, yeah. But even within shows, like you know, some people like uh, my friends would be like, "Oh, I see you've got this," because sh- you know, like you'd put up a show on your Instagram, oh, and you'd be yeah. like, "Oh, oh, like here's the shows I'm doing next week," and there'd be four shows, and a friend would be like, "Hey, Steve, like we see you're doing uh, this Saturday at I'm not going to name places, but like this Saturday at yeah. s- at such and such a place," and you'd be like, "Oh God, no, don't come." Yeah, back. <laughs> yeah. 
But they're like, oh, but you promoted it, you know, on your Instagram. So, but that doesn't mean I happy. That doesn't mean I want you to actually come. Like, yeah. you know, that's gonna be that's gonna be eight that's gonna be eight people in a in a back garden. Like, don't. No, no, no. Come to this show in two more months. Yeah. That's that I know is going to be the good. improv. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, Jesus. Or like, come to a show that I'll get some credit for it. Oh shit! Yeah, dude, that's funny as fuck. Uh, or like, you know, or you'd have a flyer for like a show, and like you'd you'd post it like thirty minutes before the show starts. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like too late. Oh, we didn't see it in time. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> went up. You missed me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just don't want someone to tell you that you didn't promote or whatever. Yeah, I never really brought people to Gallagher's either. It would just kind of be like. If people like, because it got to the point where people would just be like, ah, I'll go to Gallagher's and drink, and if he's there, he's there, type of thing. And then, but there was this one time where I was at work, uh, and I, it was what, Thursdays? I didn't usually work Thursdays, yeah. but I worked this Thursday, and someone was in the break room was like, ah, when's your next show? So, ah, tonight. Like, oh, where at? Like, we'll all come. I was like, ah, oh, fucking great. Yeah. And yeah knowing yeah. that it was Gallagher's, dude. Because once you say, you can't say no then, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I was like, oh, it's Gallagher's. Like, what time? We'll be there. I know where that is. I was like, all right, for sure. So I told him, and I was like, ah, oh, they're not going to come. Bro, like, like half the people that work that showed up. I was like, oh, fucking great. You know, like. I had one that was uh, <laughs> that was funny where, do you remember when, I don't know, were you doing them at the time? You might have, like, just started. Because I think I started, like, a month or two before you. Yeah. This is, like, when I just started. But uh, V Bentley was doing those shows with the joke fights. Yeah. Like, the yeah, one yeah, minute. Yeah. yeah, so, like, five comics would do a minute. And whoever won would get, like, a featured spot on the next yeah, show I, or whatever. I did a few of those. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, i gotta, I got to win this minute. You know? So I invited, like, six people. But uh, my friends did arrived. Like, they fucked up the timing, and they arrived after I had already done my minute. Uh-huh. But they arrived before the judging. And so then they saw me, and it was like, all right, and Steve. And they all, like, cheered <laughs> and went, like, crazy, <laughs> like, like, thinking I had done you know, thinking I had done great or just wanting me to win. And, like, the rest of the crowd was like, who is... Who the fuck are these people? Yeah, 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 because I I hadn't done that well. Like, you know, I hadn't done a good minute. (laughs) But then I won, and everyone was like, oh, congrats. And then they were like, well, how did it actually go? We just cheered for you because we, you know, we just arrived. But uh, I was just happy to to get the win. Fuck. Do you know uh, Sean Grant? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Dude, so... Funny guy, yeah. So these... So my coworkers come to the show, and he was the headliner. And so they see me. I did... I did good. I didn't, like, suck ass. I did good. Uh, and so he was headlining, and I was like, "All right, for show." And so I'm now I'm just sitting like with my coworkers, like catching up, and he's like up there for like 30 minutes or however long. And this this my other coworker, Timmy, uh, big black guy, uh, like didn't, tall, didn't sound like it by the name, but go on, Timmy George the okay. third, George, yeah, the third makes him sound a little yeah. more. <laughs> uh, cool guy, love this dude, but he shows up late and he's blasted. Uh, and he shows up late and he's blasted. He was like drinking over like, well, you know, he's like bar yeah. hopping, missed my set, comes late. Uh, and he like has no idea what's going on. Sees there's a another black guy on the stage, thinks that he so he sees he he, he doesn't like watch stand up. And I remember him telling me that he's like, oh yeah, like oh I see these the heckler videos. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna make this guy work for it. So he starts fucking heckling Sean. And I have a video of this whole thing. Dude, it was fucking crazy. So he heckles Sean, and Sean's just like, what? And he's, he's just like, ah, oh, and he starts like, but he's wasted. So like everything he's saying like makes no sense. And he's like yelling at him, and like Sean like says something, but like and it's like Sean's now bombing. Uh, so he like caused Sean to like eat shit and like and the people are like what the fuck and there was a good crowd that night too but like because like he there was nothing that like a value that my friend was saying that c- he could have even made like a joke yeah out yeah of. well you sober hecklers are actually better because yeah. they'll like say something that's offensive but at least you can do something with it you could do something with it yeah, yeah he yeah. was giving him nothing and so Sean yeah, just yeah. basically just had to be like alright man like quiet down he just basically just derailed his set he wasn't really heckling he just like ruined his set uh, and like he ended up 
like like there was these white chicks that I worked with and like Timmy had bought him a pizza, but Sean didn't know that. And so he walked over and like took the pizza, like the leftovers. <laughs> and so like Sean's like, now you're stealing these white people's pizza, which was funny. Like he got a laugh out of that. Uh, and yeah, he's yeah. like, nah, bitch, it's my fucking pizza, bitch. Like, and he starts like, he's like, come on, man. You're supposed to look out. We're brothers. Like, you're supposed to like look out for us. Like, like, dude, it was like, I was like, what the f-? And I was just sitting here like, I don't know these fucking people. That's the like, worst when you brought someone. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like, but it was also, it's like, dude, it's Sean Grant. Like this dude's on TV. I'm like, fuck dude. Like this guy's going to think like, like just don't mention my name, bro. Just don't mention my fucking name and he didn't mention my name uh and sean has no idea to this day that i knew the guy who heckled him because i was just too like if i ever get him on the podcast i'll probably tell him but i was just like fuck like it's not something i want to like bring up because he like he looked pissed dude he was like he was mad and he was like because my homie was like heckling him for like 10 minutes like it's like half his set was him trying to get my friend to just shut up uh and he finally got kicked out uh, <laughs> it was my homie this is the only time a friend of mine has ever gotten kicked out of a show and i was like fuck dude but like yeah that's rough it reflects badly on you as well yeah but he never said my name oh okay, he well, showed up good. late he just showed up, started heckling the guy, and then got kicked out. So he never said hi to me. He never, like, uh, so, like, nobody had no idea. And I didn't tell anybody. I was in, like, yeah, my fucking friend, remember? <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah, was, yeah. It was none of that. Yeah, I just, like, the one t- that one time I, like, uh, I did the improv, the Irvine improv <laughs> one time. Um, I had, like, I brought a bunch of friends, obviously, yeah. as you do. But one of them brought his, like, super annoying girlfriend. They're broken up now, so I could shit on her. Good, good, good. Um. But, uh, yeah, she, it was, uh, you know, Joel Adam Myers was headlining. Josh? Josh Adam Myers. What did I say? Joel. <laughs> Joel Adam Myers. Well, <laughs> we're, you can tell we're good friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I, uh, no, he's, he's really funny. I don't know why I said Joel. But uh, Josh Adam, <laughs> Adam Myers was headlining. And I don't know, like, what bit he was doing or whatever, but they were sitting right at the front, like oh, my friend fuck. and his girlfriend. And she clapped back something about how he, he had something about getting with younger girls. And she made some dumb comments about, like, how he wouldn't be able to get younger girls or something. But anyway, the funny thing was that he he uh, he answered back to her or something about, like, oh, like, you're being so fucking moody. Like, you swear your dog just died or something like <laughs> that. Like, doesn't, like, sound that funny, but her dog had just died. <laughs> like, two, like, a week or two weeks previous. And she was, like, really caught up about it. And so... That's, like, the worst kind of... Because then she didn't even, like, come back with anything. She just started, like, sniffling and be like, oh, yeah, well, you know. And it just, like, derailed the whole fucking thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't know... She started crying? Yeah, she started crying. And then she was in, like, a whole huff about it afterwards and everything. Oh, my God. It's her own fault. Like, you're... Yeah, as soon as you heckle, you're open to get any sort of abuse from the the comic. Free game. Uh, Yeah, you're... Yeah, free reign. Although I really uh, don't, like, roast people... I kind of just, like, try to play on what they say. I don't really oh, yeah. want to, like, I don't want to, like, hurt them, you know, unless they're, like, a dick. Like, and then it's just like, all right, I'll say something back. Like, um, fuck, I'm trying to, like, it was so weird because, like, I kind of, like, whenever I have hecklers, I kind of just, like, like playfully go with it because, like, the stuff that I do on stage is already, like, kind of, like, dark enough where it's like I don't yeah, need yeah. to, like, it'd be, like, it'd be, like, too much salt, you know? It's like, so it's like, oh, if I play with this guy, then I come off as a nicer guy, which will make this darker stuff work on later on whenever this interaction is over. Yeah. But, like, it was, like, the last heckler that I ever had before the coronavirus was at Gallagher's, and it was the last set that I ever did at Gallagher's, and I don't know if comedy will ever come back there, so I, I hope so, so that I could have, like, a better set. But, dude, I was doing this. I don't survive this. <laughs> they were probably barely scraping by before. Because well, they had, like, a GoFundMe, dude. I was like, oh, oh they're going yeah, yeah. under, bro. Funny thing was, they're... Go- their GoFundMe had like uh, an All Lives Matter. You could see like an All Lives Matter slogan in the background. <laughs> so I remember a couple of comics posted. I'm like, I'm not donating to these yeah. fucking assholes. Like, I don't know how I don't know how much they got in their GoFundMe, but 
probably not enough to stay open. Yeah, the same people who are donating to GoFundMe's are not all lives matter people, FYI. So don't try. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but uh, it was packed. It was a good night. Uh, and my set, dude, I was like, my set was great. Like I had a great set, and I was like, Cass gives me the light. I was like, okay, fuck yeah, dude. I'm hitting with my clothes and get the fuck out of here. Like it was a great set. I was super stoked. Mm -hmm. And then. You know, like to the left of the stage where they had that booth that's like pretty much on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the exposed booth. Dude, there was like this crackhead lady. Like this like, I don't know if she was homeless, but she looked like a straight crackhead. And she like says something. And so like, oh, dude, I have to listen back to the tape because like whatever I said, like crushed. Like I said, just like roasted her or something. But whatever I said, crushed, right? And it's like, it's like dying down. I kind of like give her like a smile. Like I'm just kidding type of thing, which just kind of gave her the opening uh to say and then she goes uh um she was like oh yeah well i could like i could beat you up you twink or something like that and i was like oh, oh shit which of how course, does she know huh <laughs> yeah to a fucking guy all right but like so like her response calling me a twink destroys so now everybody's like oh sh- what's he gonna say what's he good gonna come say back by her and i was like fuck dude like i already like said because you know like you come up you look at the people in the front row and you already think of something to say so like yeah. i already used what I was going to say to this lady. And I don't remember what I said. I have to, I, again, I'm going to re-listen to it. And, uh, and, it, and it's like, I already exposed it. And so I wasn't expecting to be put back on the spot. And I was like, oh, fuck. You were backpedaling. So, so then I was just like, let's arm wrestle then. And so like, <laughs> so, so Cass, every Every comedian must have this in his wheelhouse. When in trouble, arm wrestle the audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then the, the crowd's like starts cheering and cast from the back. You know how he's always recording shit? Yeah. Dude, this guy somehow whips out his camera, front face camera, runs up to the stage like with his camera out. Oh shit. And he like mediates this arm he like wheels the like the like a boom speaker. I remember speaker. hearing about this actually. Yeah, yeah, he wheels like a boom speaker and I had to like arm wrestle this crackhead and I destroyed her, right? And then she claims and I watched the video and her claim was false. But that's the first issue I shouldn't have trusted a crackhead. Uh and she was like your arm was up like you cheated. And I was like, no, no, I didn't fucking cheat on you, you old bitch. I don't need to fucking cheat on you. You know what I mean? Like you're this old crackhead lady. I don't need to cheat. And, uh, and I was like, fine, we'll do it again. And then she goes, let's do it with our left hand. And like, I was like, fuck, this bitch yeah, is probably left-handed. Left yeah, she's like left-handed or something. And like, it's so, like, I really wish. Because people afterwards, like, so she beats me with my left hand. Because I just can't, I can't move my left arm that way. I just don't use my left arm for anything. Yeah, you got to stroke with the left every couple of days. <sighs> I just don't. It's like I, I my left arm is like you, I'm I'm not gonna wood. I don't lose my right arm or something. But like I don't use my left arm, and so she beats me, and I was like fuck. Uh, and so the whole crowd goes nuts, whatever. And by that time, my set is like fully fucking over. Like like at this point, I've been on stage for like now like twelve fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, and it's like it's over. So it's like all right, whatever. That's the end of the set. And I remember people coming after me, up to me afterwards, being like, "That's so funny that you let her win. Like, dude, your set was great. Like, blah blah blah." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you're right. You know, but like, the, like she really beat me. Like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> she actually beat me. Uh, I was trying, dude. Uh, but it was like it was just so funny because it's like now people." Are just gonna remember uh, me losing to this lady. Anybody that was in the crowd, there was like eighty people. Anybody in the crowd is just gonna remember me losing this goddamn wrestling match. They're not gonna remember my great set that I was having before that. Anything I said. I think before we found that, your insecurities, Galen. Your left arm is like. Yeah. <laughs> you're I like you've been thinking about this all quarantine. You're like these <laughs> motherfuckers that watched me lose this. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. And I and I hope that like one day, like ten years from now, someone's gonna be like, and I was there when he lost this arm. I'm fuck, dude. Like, because it would just be so weird. Uh, but it's just I think you'll get her back. Round two, 
put it on the GoFundMe. That's if they had put that on their GoFundMe, maybe they would have uh, hit, their, ta- hit their target. Comedian and his ego. <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck yeah, it. yeah. First, we have to find the crackhead. Once we get her back, yeah. <laughs> then we can do round two. And of course, the only videos that were circulating around Instagram and Twitter or whatever that people were posting was uh, the part where I lost. Ah, Nobody posted my first win. That does sound fun. Though. It was all, and so people. Uh, I didn't repost any of them. And people, <laughs> I, I got tagged in so many of them, and I was Textbook. like, and I was like, I'm not gonna repost me losing to this crackhead lady. Like, <laughs> even though, and like, if the, one of the videos ended up being like from the right angle where it was like looked funny as fuck, like or if it caught people laughing or something, then I'd probably repost it. But I was like, nah, I'm not reposting this because like, it would just be like it was just me losing to her. No wonder I never saw it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was just me losing to her. I was like, I'm not reposting this shit. Fuck that. Cass posted, I think it's on the Fuck Yeah Nation page. He posted the full thing. Oh, uh, shit. Like the full minute. Okay, go back and do some. Diving. Go through the archives. Um, fuck. Um, no, fuck, that reminded me. Because uh, you mentioned Tinder. What was, what's your best Tinder story? Uh, or did you ever fuck anybody off Tinder? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did I <laughs> fuck people off Tinder? <laughs> Come on, Galen. Um... Uh, yeah, I was pretty bleak there for a while. Well, I met Camilla on Tinder. What? Did you know that? No. Uh, she unfollowed me. Oh, yeah, yeah, she should. <laughs> as 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 directed by me, she unfollowed you. You uh, told her? No, no, no. She, she told me afterwards. She was like, oh, I unfollowed your friend Galen. And I was like, solid, solid call. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. She's not the first, like, comedian's girlfriend that I've met that, that's unfollowed me either. And it's just like, ah, that's how it goes. I'm yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, with some, you know, with some. Dom, uh, Dom's she's pretty, I mean, she doesn't me. follow that many people anyway. She's not really, like, too active on it or whatever. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we met on Tinder. Yeah, we met on Tinder. Like, she was, she didn't even swipe right at me. Like, it was her friend uh, signed her up for the account and did the swiping. And what? then just, like, forced her to go. What was your opening message? Oh, it's a hurry. See, I don't even have it on the phone. So you don't I have, have a screenshot it? I don't know if it's because at this the time you I became a girlfriend I know, with her. At the time, I didn't know anything was going to happen with it, and then I had deleted it. Uh, that's a good question, though. I should Fuck. like, I should re-download it and try and find that first message. If you and, and message her, a few other people. No, if, yeah, but if you didn't um, unmatch at all, you could find it. She might have unmatched me because it was a bit rocky there for a while. Like it was really. Yeah, we didn't start dating until. We had like the Tinder back and forth, you know, you, like you right, do the dates yeah. and you 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 start to kind of like the Wait, casual dates. You do like the casual hookup. Oh, we did some dates. I took her to I took her to some nice places. Really? But uh, oh yeah, you did Tinder differently than I did it. Yeah, yeah. I oh, listen. I know what you were like on Tinder. Yeah. I, I, I know that you got banned and everything. That's not how. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find like hookups on it as well. Like, but oh right, you know, I was I was open to love, Galen, and uh, really? that's what <laughs> happened. Uh, but no, we didn't start dating until like eight months after the whole Tinder thing. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. And you guys had like fucked before that? Yeah, yeah. So what and happened then, like, was a month later? We, like, we like hooked up a few times and like went on some dates and stuff. And then I went to I went to South America this one time. I was backpacking, and um, <laughs> I went for like three months. And then she was like, went off and like got a boyfriend while I was gone. Yeah, she, oh, I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, you don't expect her to hang around for three months, and so she went off got a boyfriend or whatever and then i came back and i was like hello i'm back i'm ready to be your boyfriend now (laughs) and she was like that's not how things work Uh, (laughs) my life's been going on and uh 
So then I just like had to wait until she broke up with this guy like four months later. Luckily, they broke up for whatever reason. Um, uh, because Were you, like I, following her and like waiting for it, or um, just happened to see it. Or? Yeah, no, she wasn't even like I think she unfollowed me on like all social media stuff. So she's and, she's not nothing. It's nothing new. No, no, it's nothing new. <laughs> You're not the first. You won't be the last. Um, <laughs> and I, I mean, it's one of the like sketchiest things I've ever. I didn't do anything bad, right? Well. I mean, the, the listeners can judge for themselves. Okay. But I did, like, set up a burner account <sighs> to follow her. Okay. To know. Like, I didn't do anything untoward. I didn't, I didn't do any, like, following in person or anything. You know, I didn't do anything like that. Just Every, to everyone know, has a burner account. Just to know when she broke up with the dude. I think this is pretty standard. That's standard. Yeah, that, pretty I standard mean, fare. I've never done that to, like, see when a girl breaks up with, like, or I actually don't. I have burner accounts to just like my own shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't have, I don't follow anybody like but myself and like you and like yeah. friends and yeah, like I'll yeah, like yeah. their shit like whenever I just happen to log into it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I've never. But I do know people that have burner accounts. That no, stock. you got because you gotta like you gotta stay interested but not have them know that you're still interested in whatever. That's I think it's smart. Yeah, yeah. No, because it, it, it sounds up, like you liked her. It, oh yeah, no, I did, and then it ended up working out because like she, uh, I saw in a story that we were both like downtown at these bars that were right next to each other one night, and I had remembered from my, uh, you know, from my uh, nine a.m. coffee and stock session that I was doing <laughs> <laughs> each morning. Where uh, every that she had morning? broken? Well, listen, listen, every other. Um, <laughs> but uh, I knew she had broken up with your man. Like we, this doesn't paint me in a great light, but fuck it, because it worked out. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Not every story. Not every love story is going to be a traditional one, you know. Yeah. He tied my shoes, and I knew he was the one. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> Granddad, tell me about the burner account again. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> What was it? Take take was me back sixty nine. That was your yeah. That was your. What username. was the real name? Oh, of the burner. Yeah. Oh, it was like it was something that was completely untraceable. Like it had no. Uh, John McQuaid six or something. You know what it was? I was like re- I was like rewatching Scrubs at the time, <laughs> and I think it was like Sacred Heart. <laughs> it was like Sacred Heart twenty three or something like that. <laughs> the name of the hospital in Scrubs. It was like completely. You know, and they, they had no picture or anything. It was your classic. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm dead. That's funny. But, uh, Wasn't yeah. there, when you were back back in South America, wasn't there a story with that had to do with an apple? Oh, no, that was, uh, that was my buddy's story. This is so sad. The one cool story is actually my friend's story. Fuck. No. What was it? No, no, it was his story, but I tried to use it as a bit with his oh. permission. With oh. his permission right. for a while. Um, I mean, I had a, I had a few, I had a few funky ones. Like I had, um, not from Tinder down there, but like this, this girl that I met in a, this girl that I met in a hostel, <laughs> we had, uh, she was from Canada and we had, um, we'd like met in this bar and then, um, I, you know, brought her back like everyone stays in hostels. Sure. And so I like brought her back into the hostel and, but they never let people who, they won't let people who aren't. reserved into that hostel stay there so if you like hook up with a girl at a bar and you're like oh hey like come back to my hostel or whatever and even if like i was willing to pay for the private room because like usually in a hostel you're bunking with like right seven or eight other people for eight dollars a night in peru and uh it's like 25 bucks or 30 bucks to get the private room which if you're gonna like if you're gonna get laid is absolutely worth it at the time you're like i will pay you every (laughs) you know every peso that i have and uh 
So the guy on the door was such a cunt. <laughs> I was like, I was like, listen, man, you see what the because he was like IDs or whatever, and you know, like, she obviously didn't have the right ID to get right. in. You have like a little wristband. I was like, listen, man, you can see what the you can see what the arrangement is here. Um, <laughs> is uh, you know, if I give you if if I give you twenty bucks, will you give me one of the open private rooms? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I got I got I got a room, I got a room, no problem. And so I like pay him the money, and I'm like, great, this guy, you know, has my back. And the we, homie. Yeah, yeah. We walk in, we walk into the hostel, and he's like, okay. And I was like, Where, where's the room? And he was like, oh no, 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 no. I just basically, you know, this was like in broken, uh, broken English. He was basically like, oh no, I just took the twenty just to let her in. You know, you got to figure it out now, like. And so it was, you know, the desk, the front desk wasn't open anymore because they only, like... And now, it was like, is this where you were staying at This already? was where I was staying, but I was staying you were in there a room, already? Yeah, but I was staying in a room with eight people. Uh. <laughs> you know, some of whom were up, you know, people in the bathroom are like, you know, it's like Aussies doing coke in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy place, but it's still not, you know, you're not trying to, you're not trying to bang on the top bunk with like 700 right. people in the room. But um, if it came to it. Yeah, but then he, I was like, man, you've absolutely screwed me here. Like, the $20 was bought me nothing, and uh, which was a lot. Like, at the time, when you're backpacking, you're trying to make, like, every dollar stretch. Yeah. And, like, yeah. $20 is worth, like, three days of meals in Peru, you know? Like, Shit. it's worth a lot. Um, but then he was like, oh, like, you guys can take the, you know, you guys can take the TV room, you know? And, uh, you know, like these rooms, just this, like this big room where people would watch movies and there was like bean bags and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I don't know if you'll go for this or whatever. But we went in and uh, it was all going smooth. And then she noticed they had fucking cameras in the TV room that were of like she on and everything. And we we're like, your man's probably taken the 20, gone back into the fucking <laughs> thing. So the guy said to take the TV room. Yeah, because he was told us to take the TV. <laughs> like, this guy had every step of the way. He had every step of the way planned out. He's like, I'm going to trick him into thinking I'm giving him a private room. I'm going to send him to the TV room with the beanbag. So, anyway, she caught on and didn't go for it. And uh, You didn't fuck? No. Did you get the 20 bucks back? No. <laughs> get the 20 bucks back. That guy, is, he's been he's been. No, playing. from her, I would have beat her up and taken the money. Jesus, you're like, an awful You're an awful. No, human. I'm just saying, like, like at no, least. No, no, no. It worked out well, and it worked out well uh, a separate occasion. A separate occasion. With, with the same chick? Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, I was about to say, well. at least give me some head in the corner. I don't basically. think, well, Camila doesn't follow you, so she's not going to listen anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> she could. But, uh, yeah, no, that was a tough, that was a tough $20 to lose. Now, does Camila know about the Brenner accounts now? Uh no, I don't think I ever. No, I don't think she does. That's an interesting thing that you haven't told her. I mean, you know, you don't you don't go looking for shit to bring up, Galen. I don't That's know if true. you've ever <laughs> been in a long. You don't, uh, ever why been would a long, you bring? Why would you bring that yeah, up? Yeah, long term relationship. <laughs> you don't want to like bring up stuff from the past. No. Yeah, and she loves it as well because she always not that, but she, well, she always know about it. No, no, no. But like whenever people ask how we met. She always plays herself off as like, oh yeah, Steve was like the asshole, like hook up. He was like the classic fuck boy who found me on Tinder and then screwed off to South America, like trying to, you know, trying to backpack and like uh, pick up chicks and stuff like that. And then he came crawling back <laughs> after South America, and I was already with this other guy. And then he waited around for me and blah blah blah. And like even though like you know. I mean, she's she's she, obviously she, happy to be with me now, but she like really plays up that angle of like, which she's correct. I no, was. She's not wrong. Yeah, I know she's not wrong. She knows it's like the perfect, 
it's like the perfect way to shit on me in front of people as well because I can't say anything about it. It's also funny because like any time a guy would ask you the same question, you just ah, Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a one-word answer, whereas hers is like a a story. Yeah, it makes it sound like I was like groveling and everything. But uh, oh fuck. That's good, man. We're, uh, happily, happily. <laughs> Coming up on, I don't know, three years? Three years? Oh, three shit. Years. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I, it's so funny because I don't know why I always just assume people that I meet, like their relationships start like the day we meet. I'm like, oh, I've known you for two years. You've been in a relationship for two years, right? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have like a... Oh, no, it started before I started comedy, so yeah, yeah. I never have like a basis of, how did that conversation go? Like to start comedy. Did you ever have a conversation with her? Like, hey, well... I know you see no, me every it, night, but it, now you're not. It, it kind of just, yeah, that was a kind of an awkward thing. I uh, I think it's probably better the other way around. Just I think it's it. better if you're already, like, doing it regularly, and then yeah. you meet the person, because then they just have to, like, get used to it or whatever. But, uh, no, mine was, like, because I, I did it once before we started going out. Okay. Like, I literally did one mic. Where? Uh, to rec room. <laughs> yeah, did I ever tell you about that? I did a mic, and I didn't do another one for six months. You did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was in that intermediate six months that you met that I that I met her and then uh, and then I or did not a, that you met that no you no that we started dating. that we yeah. started that we started going out and then I was like I told her one day I was like oh hey I think it was um they were like Gallagher's was on no no that wouldn't make sense no it was when they did mics at Gallagher's it wasn't just a show right and I and I lived you know where I lived in Huntington Beach you yeah. been at that place yeah, it's yeah. like two minutes from Gallagher's and so I was like I had nothing to do that day and I was just like oh I'm just gonna do it. And she was like, oh, yeah, I do remember you saying you did one of those, like, months right. ago. One and she was those, like, oh, yeah. yeah, go do it. And then I, like, really enjoyed that one. And then I heard about Anchor Bar. You know how it goes. You, like, spiral. Then you fall right You spiral. It. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're doing a lot. But she was always very cool about it, though. She was always pretty um, – I mean, you still have to, like, cut out time and everything. To, right. But, uh, no, I, I think relative to, like, other – uh, significant others I'd say she was like super, super at least supportive. you're funny you know what I mean it's like like if you sucked ass like there's only a certain amount of time that she could just lie to you you know what I mean or like lie yeah to, yeah she's, like if you sucked she says like, that she's not like oh my god you're like the funniest guy ever or whatever but she's like once she came to a few she was like oh yeah like you did well yeah, so you don't suck yeah. yeah yeah she was like wow if you were like really awful this would be right I, I would leave you right now like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is my girlfriend here. She's not there at the end of the show. It's like fuck, dude. Oh, like, yeah, it is. It, especially when you see the people who have like just started and then, and then bring the bring the girlfriend. It's like, dude, oh. wait, wait, just wait a little bit. I I, I oh, no, enjoy no, no, what's watching. What's worse it. is, I suppose, if she's your girlfriend, she's already with you. What's funnier to me is the people who bring a girl on a date. Oh yeah. To watch them like do like their first or second date, they bring someone to a fucking open mic. It's like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Even because even if your set goes well, they're still going to have spent three hours at an open mic and will be miserable. Fuck. Were you there the night at uh, uh, at Centerfields when that guy? Miserable. Exactly. You were there. Is no, that I'm the... just any night. It doesn't oh, matter which night. Fuck. It is. I it thought is. you were about. I thought you were about to say the reason you thought of what you just said was <laughs> no, because just, of this guy. It's just because the word miserable and Centerfields go together. But go on. But this guy, uh, like he brought, he literally brought a girl on a first date, like a first yes. date. Yes. Yeah. No, I was there. You I were there. there. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Dude, yeah. and he ate not shit. A, not. Uh, yeah. 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 I was like, fuck, dude. It was just so awkward because it's like not like so like it was funny because someone had like asked him like who this was. And it, it, this is a guy that I've never seen before and I haven't seen since. Yeah. I have no idea who the fuck that well, guy that's was. That's a pretty scarring experience. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I. Yeah, that yeah. that is. But someone had asked him like, oh, who is this? And he's like, oh, we're on a first date. And he's like, oh, you brought her on an open mic. Oh, well, I'm going to go up. Oh, cool. So now there's already that like. 
like she's now already part of the show. Like, and then he had to like go up, and he just ate shit, and then like. Uh, fuck. The, just, the only time I think it's acceptable actually now it's coming back to me is you know those shows um Amazing Comedy Theater ran some of them where it's like people the, take the class and then oh. the show is like their graduation right of the class. I think those are like kind of okay because everyone is like super supportive at those shows because it's all people that are doing yeah. it for the first time and it, they're packed. They have like 40 people Dude, I everyone would brings love their friends and family to do a drop in on one of those. Oh, I did those for a while. Those are like really? yeah cuz I yeah, I was like I was like in pretty good with that like Dan liked yeah. me and uh, he would have like I think I, I think I like hosted them or whatever. But then he. Oh, let you, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to host those shows. But like, you'd get ten minutes up top of like, you know, forty people that are, you know, they're pretty ready to go. They don't see comedy that often. They're supportive. You know, they're forty-eight-year-old dad. They've heard he's been in the class for the last six weeks, <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. dude, I've been getting this old man that's been like hitting me up, like when I was hosting this park mic, and I and like this old man like just kept hitting me up and I was like who the fuck is this old man like I've never seen this guy before but he says that he wants to come to the mic I was like alright whatever but like how the fuck did this guy even find me because it was like a brand new account like I like I swear to god this what guy, ethnicity was he he was white like this okay, old I was, white I man I had someone in mind it was this old white man and he uh, and he started um, and he started um a brand new account just to message me. Like, it was just me that he was following. And I was like, who the fuck is this old man? Like, I thought it was, like, someone just fucking with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I hit up Dom, and I was like, do you know who this is? And he's like, oh, this guy used to do, like, the ACT shit. Oh, uh, <laughs> was his name Bob Ooten? No. Oh, that guy, he's, like, the mayor of Santa, or of, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was funny. He had some good jokes. He was funny. But uh, there were a few of those old guys who used to come around to, to ACT. Bob, I, I actually enjoyed his sets. He was actually kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally underestimated him as well. Like, I saw his name on the lineup, and then, uh, you know, you see him before they go up, and I was like, oh, this guy's going to be doing... <laughs> you know, this guy's going to be doing Vietnam jokes and everything. And, like, yeah, I can't remember what he talked about, but I remember, I remember he was laughing. Funny. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. laughing. Last thing before we get out of here, um, do you remember this is a name that might throw you back, but like I haven't seen her in like a long time. But I remember like, do you remember Sandra Roby? Yeah, Robbie? yeah, yeah. I'd never forget. Seared into seared into my memory. <laughs> Watching her do like the flip charts that she would bring. Oh, yeah. she was always nice to me. Yeah, this, this is, is like what, uh, painfully not funny. Again, for people listening, this is like uh, what age would you say? Probably somewhere between fifty and sixties. Like a real mom, mom. Yeah, yeah, comic, yeah. and she used to bring like full flip charts on stage and like do little riffs on them. And she'd have like a rubber ducky that she like throw in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was prop comedy, and she used to she used to be like, <laughs> like she was a mom, but she used to be like, you know, and and all the young kids, you know, they call me the the mom of the group, and like nobody has ever called her that. Like nobody, <laughs> like we refer to her passing, but nobody is like, oh my god, you're like the mom of our yeah. group. Like, so, like nobody talked to her ever, <laughs> and she'd be like, yeah, well, you know, I'm the mom. I bring the cookies or whatever. It's like, oh god, but uh, she was nice. She was harmless. She's harmless. Yeah. Oh harmless. yeah. She so was, was always nice. Like, but I mean, it's just like some of the things I'd be like, what are you doing? But it turned out. So I did have a conversation with her. Well, actually, turned out not all flip chart comics are bad as well. Actually. Uh, Tyler Gooch. Yeah, shout out to Tyler Gooch because it sounded like I was shitting on on flip charts, but I always enjoyed his flip charts. No, they're very. They funny. were so funny, so out of the box too. It's yeah, just like, yeah. What the really? Then boom, it hits you. I'm like, God damn it! Like, yeah, right. yeah. he was great. But it turns out she was like just getting in stage time to like do like a one woman show thing. Like she wasn't actually uh, trying yeah, yeah. to be a stand up comic. She just wanted to get her public speaking down. That's and fair. I, I respect that. Yeah, do what um, you got to do. But 
This episode's been fucking great, man. Thanks for doing it. As hey, you know, I leave the, the final minute of the guest to say whatever, do whatever, leave a parting word of wisdom or whatever the fuck you want, man. This next minute is all you, Steve Lardner. I mean, I'm all, I'm all good. I've got, uh, I've got, I've got nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I've got nothing going on. <laughs> um, I don't know. Join my, uh, join my Zoom poker group if you want to donate. You know, twenty dollars to me on Thursdays <laughs> while I whip you in poker because that's what I've gotten really into during uh, during quarantine. Why don't we talk about that? Yeah, hit Next me up time. on Instagram and you can join my poker group. <laughs> God, right. I was really clutching at straws there. <laughs> Thanks for being on, man. Thank you. It's fun. Boom.